Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Thursday Night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. This our second week. Is it our second week in October or our third? This is our third week in October. So, yeah, it... Everybody has a season I think they connect to. Uh, you know, some people just get so excited when the flowers bloom and the sun comes out and, you know, they love the summer. You know, for me it's just the opposite. When when the leaves start turning and falling until the uh, cherry blossoms in the spring fall, that's my favorite time span. So, you know, mid-autumn, late autumn to, you know, late winter, I love those seasons, and so everything is so inspiring to me right now. Um, it's just like everything is buzzing with an intensity. When I look at it, I get excited. I, I, the smell of it, all of it, just touches me differently. And I was out the other day, and I was driving home, and there was this lane, like this small, tiny gravel lane going up through the hills, and the entire thing was lined with oak trees, giant giant huge and I live in Oregon so we have really big trees here but this is this whole line of these enormous oaks and I need some, needed some acorns for a project I'm working on so I pulled over and got out and I'm kicking the leaves and my my toe and my shoe is kicking up the dirt so I'm smelling the dirt and the leaves and the and the the you know the rich deep deep smells of autumn and everything's just it was it was that half an hour before sunset you know um when the sun kind of slips sideways through the trees and everything turns a thousand shades of amber um you know where where it's like it's like the shadows uh the shadows lick against all the colors of fire i don't know that that everything is just ablaze um it, it's just this amazing time and and so the oaks were all all just absolutely glowing like magic and everything smelled so good and it was one of those moments that you know if I if I had have had a camera I could pick it up and take a picture of it but I probably wouldn't you know if I had a pen in my hand I could probably sit and write about it but I probably wouldn't it was kind of like uh the story I told you last week where I was out camping in Idaho went up camping in Idaho uh, up in the Panhandle for mountains for a while, um, and near Clarkia. Yeah. And at night, it was a full moon out, and I'm out there all by myself, and absolutely surrounded by a thousand million coyotes. Okay, I could have picked up my phone and recorded it, but I didn't. Because sometimes there's those moments that are just so perfect that you're afraid if you move, you're going to miss it. You know, and I, I thought about that, and I thought, God, you know, I hope everybody does this. I hope everybody recognizes a perfect moment and lets everything else come to a screeching halt and stop and, sur- and, and just not exist 
around them anymore. The only thing that exists is that moment they're in and that they stop long enough to actually be alive in that moment, to take every single thing in. And so it was just crazy when I was standing there and everything was glowing and I felt like I was glowing. You know, I just kind of closed my eyes and even when I closed my eyes, I could still see it. I could smell it, of course, and all that stuff, but, you know, I could still see it when I closed my eyes and it was like mentally I was ingraining that moment into me into my genetic makeup. And uh, I think it's important to do that because when I was sitting here and, you know, getting ready for the show to start and I'm thinking, you know, okay, what am I going to talk about when I open the show? Um, oh, you know, and, and it may, I, I instantly was drawn to that and it was just as vivid and I thought, you know, it's important. If we don't do that, we need to make sure that we do that more often, you know. Because when I sit down to write about something, or when I thought about sitting down and talking about this tonight, you know, instantly I was right back there. I was able to plug into that memory. And because I, ex- I, I didn't move, I just existed in it. I don't know if that makes sense to you or not, but I'm able to draw it back so vividly. And I think it's important to have a resource like that, a catalog of that inside of you in order to write passionately you know, to write strongly, to to be able to have your words absorb you back into them to where you're writing from that moment, that place. So I hope all of that made sense. It kind of went off on a tangent, but it was just so cool, you know, absolutely cool. And I got a whole jar full of acorns, so I'm very happy. <laughs> all right, so guys, if you want to call in and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. All righty. I have some announcements to do before we get started here. I want to remind you that, um, you know, this is kind of our our spooky poem month, so I'm hoping to get some dark poetry in. We're probably going to have an uh, next week is going to be our Halloween episode, or we'll do it the week after that. We also have the anniversary show coming up. I'll get into that in a second. But, um, you know, maybe I'll run a special, do a special show on a day where we can just, you know, read spooky, spooky, scary poetry. So you better have one ready, you know, I'm, all I'm saying. And I just posted a whole bunch of prompts on my page, by the way, photo, spooky photo prompts on my Facebook page. So you can check that out. And then I talked about the anniversary show. So the end of October, beginning of or no, end of October, beginning of November, is uh, our shows, our community's twelfth year anniversary. So we have been here together every single Thursday, even Thanksgiving, Christmas, holidays doesn't matter. Every Thursday we have been here with you for the last twelve years. You know, so um, we're going we're gonna to have a special anniversary show coming up. And I got to thinking about, you know, as poets we feel things very intensely. And sometimes it's like I feel, I feel like everything's um, hyperactive, you know, with me. And um, I just get, I get so wrapped up in the, in the excitement of them. You know, you, you think a thought and then all of a sudden it explodes into a fireworks of millions of different possibilities and scenarios. And, and you, it's just like you look at that one thing and you can see the magnitude of everything that's behind it. And I think about this show 
You know, and I think about you. Yes, I'm talking to you. Each one of you callers, each one of you listeners, each person who's been here in the last 12 years and how every single one of you is such a vital part of what makes this. You know, I, I just hope you realize the part you are in this exceptional explosion of fireworks and wonderment. And, and the show really is a wonder. I mean, it's an amazing platform that you guys have built. I don't know anything else like this. You know, when I first started doing this show, there was probably 20, 30 poetry shows on the air, on the broadcast over the Internet. And I don't know any of them that are still around. You know, but the way that you guys built this show, you know, all different. I mean, it's crazy, you know, seriously, think about it. You know, in this world is so fucked up with prejudices and, and segregated and all this other crap, right? You guys have built this community where everybody's accepted. It doesn't matter what their background is. It doesn't matter what race they are. It doesn't matter what style of poetry they write. It doesn't matter, you know, it, none of that matters. You know, the, the the strict sonnet writer, you know, sits there and listens to the 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 rapper, listens to the street poet, listens to the love poet, listens to the, you know, and and you're so supportive of each other. You know, I've just never never seen anything like this in the world, and I would if if I had a dollar for every time that I have used you guys as an example and said if you if the world was just like the speakeasy community. There would be no hate. There would be no anything. The world would be awesome. We'd all just be cool and chill with each other. You know? We'd listen to each other like we do on the show. We listen to each other. Doesn't matter if we agree. Doesn't matter if we like it or not. It doesn't matter if, you know, it's our style or not. Doesn't matter if we even understand it. I don't have to understand it to listen and to hear you in that poem. You know, so we're, we have a community that listens to each other and then responds. You know your neighbors. You know the other readers. You know, it's become personal to you. It is like a family here. It is like a speakeasy cafe where we sit at a table and someone walks in and hangs their hat on the coat rack and waves and we know them and they sit a couple booths down and everybody's talking to each other across the room. You know, we're like the community that Storm blew in from all different directions. And we found this perfect eye of the storm here. And so I I say those things because I I want you to understand the magnitude of what I believe you have done. And when I say that I am so proud of us still being here after all these years, it comes from a very sincere place. You know, I am so proud to be have, have been a part of building this with you. You know? You all should be very, very proud of yourselves. So real excited about this year's anniversary show, 12 years. I want to give you some homework for the anniversary show. You know, and homework is something, it's like planting a seed. It's like me picking up a dandelion fluff and blowing all the little white parachutes out there. And and seven of them come to you, and maybe one will land, and maybe one will take root and grow into something, and maybe it won't. You know, it's just they're idea starters. So, you know, but I wanted to kind of plant this idea in your head. Think about everybody that you know on this show, all the readers that have come, all the people you've heard, all the poems you've heard, the interactions you've had, the interactions you've seen. 
the growth you've seen in people or the changes or the whatever. I want you to think about this community as a whole and think about all of your memories. And then I want you to write a poem to a member of the cafe that's inspired you or influenced you or touched you in some way. Or you can write a poem to the entire community, you know, about what it's been like being a part of the community together. And I really hope that you, that you will do this. If you do that, that's your homework, so you get to read two poems if we're on a one-poem limit, um, because if you always get to read two if you do your homework. Um, but I think that, I mean, you guys hear me talk about You guys call and you read, and, and I talk with you every single week, but you guys don't always talk to each other or with each other. And so I think this is a really good way for you guys to really take ownership with each other and talk to each other and share with each other and let let the community know what let the community know or the individual know or both um, or any mixture of what it's meant to you. It's your chance to take talk to them to give back to them that have given to you to share your thoughts in your heart. So. That is your homework for the anniversary show we'll have coming up. And then I guess that's that part. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, I just, I hope you do. I hope you, uh, I hope you will do that. All right. So anyway, next, if you're interested in putting on a workshop, with us, all right. You can shoot me over a message. Probably uh, sending me a message on Facebook would be the easiest. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me at Nyla N Y L A dot Alicia A L I S I A. All righty. Uh, shoot me over a message. Let me know what you want to put together. The workshops. You don't have to be. A, first of all, you don't have to be a professional workshop provider in order to put on one of these workshops. Basically, the concept is just we all have something to learn and we all have something to teach. So you could do a workshop where you're talking about, you know, an actual walkthrough on a poem. Uh, I don't know how to write one. You can do one on a certain era of poetry, your favorite poet, your favorite poem. On a genre of poetry, you can take a poetry form and teach that. You can talk about spoken words. You can talk about publishing. You can talk about submitting. You can talk about recording. You, whatever it is you want to put together. These shows can be anywhere between 30 minutes and a uh, 30 minutes and three hours long. We can do them pre-recorded and or live, so or a combination of both. So if you wanted to, you could actually sit in front of your computer and record your workshop and send it to me as on an MP3 format, and we could upload it and do it as a pre-recorded show. That way, you've got the ability to edit and put in sound beds if you want, whatever you want to do. Um, or you can do, you know, send them a recording, we'll play it, and then jump on live or just do the whole thing live. depends on what you need. be really cool to do that. We did a couple, I uh, had a couple up in the past. Um, we Most recently, uh, George Wiley and Stan uh, joined me for doing a workshop on I Am, and that played a couple weeks ago, so it's in the archives. If you weren't able to catch that, make sure you pop into the show's archives and, and check out that workshop. We had a lot of fun doing that. All right. Next, I would like to thank Star Sevron, James Wansabian, and Roy Murdoch for helping to sponsor the show this year and keeping us with our three-hour license so that we can be here. Really, really appreciate you guys. And then next we have every week at the beginning of the show, 
I always give you homework and a writing prompt or exercise, excuse, excuse me, an exercise and a writing prompt. So if you ever get stuck and you don't know what to do or you don't know what to write about, blah, 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 whatever, just jump back into the show's archives and pull up any episode. And within the first 15 minutes, you will um, hear a writing exercise and prompt and you can just boost yourself that way, get yourself writing, get your brain going. All right. So the first one that I'm going to give you is your title prompt. Okay, and they're both kind of they both kind of coincide with each other, but I decided to to um split it because I like the title of it, the title of the the exercise. This is the title of the exercise I'm going to give you, but the the title is your writing prompt. So, I guess that's the way to say it. So, your title prompt. Now, the this is basically again a seed of thought. So, you know, this this title prompt, the title you can use it as a line in your poem, you can use it as a title to your poem, you can use it as a basic concept to your poem. You can take this idea and say, oh, this idea made me think about this, and so I wrote it because I heard that, just whatever that inspiration is. So the title prompt for this week is blank page. Okay, blank page. Now, when I say the word blank, I don't mean the word B-L-A-N-K. It's like a blank line. So you could fill in anything there, anything, page, or Use blank page, either one of those. So it can be something page or blank page. That is your title prompt for this week. All right. Now, what made me think about that was because of the exercise I wanted to give you. Now, the exercise is called page 54. So, again, you pull out your speakeasy writing journal or three-ring binder or spiral notebook or whatever it is you write in, as long as it's not backlit, and your computer. We want paper in your hand and we want pen in your hand. That's kind of a mission I'm on right now. You write differently with a pen in your hand than you do sitting there staring at a computer screen. I want you to feel the drag of the pen across the paper. I want you to feel the smell of the ink. I want you to, to hear your thoughts being written. I want that connection from word to hand to paper. Okay. Um, so get out your little speakeasy notebook where you write things down and write down page 54. That's the exercise. Now, exercises are not meant to create great pieces of poetry. They're meant to think to make, your, make you think, get a little sweaty, get out there and get dirty with your muses, play messy. Okay. And... So they're not meant to create great works of poetry just to get your pen moving. So have fun with this. You know, you're not trying to be perfect. Nobody's going to see these but you, you know, unless you end up honing them in later and making them something great. But these are just things to get your brain and pen moving. You have to have input in order to have output, guys. So this is a way just to stimulate that creative side of your brain. You know, you're working your adult brain all day long with trying to do adult things. You have to give a little bit of attention to keep that, that creative muse fed just a touch every day. All right, input for output. So exercise, page 54. What I want you to do is I want you to walk around the house or the office or wherever you are, and I want you to pick up anything with pages, the phone book, the newspaper, the uh, sales ads that come in the whatever, uh, a magazine, a book, anything that has pages in it. All right, and set them down in front of you. You know, get maybe a good stack of ten of them. All right, give yourself give yourself a real good fighting chance here. You know, and then so take your papers or your books and your stack of literature, 
and I want you to open them. Now, page 54, 54 is my number. You know, you could do page 12, but whatever it is, you have to be consistent. So every book you pick up, you turn to page 12, and on the piece of paper in your notebook, you write down um, uh, the Count of Monte Cristo book, and then you go to page 12, and you write down on page 12, you read that page, and you write down all the lines that catch your attention. Every, you know, so you're reading down, and it'll say, you know, one would think the matchbook was irrelevant, but didn't, we didn't know it was the key to the whole story. That's the line. And so I'd write that line down because I think that that line is just awesome. So I'd go down page 12 and I'd write down everything on that line. Then I'd flip it and I would go to phone book, page 12, and then write down anything on page 12 that caught my eye. All right, magazine, flip through, find page you know, 12, write down every single thing on there. So you end up with this nice big list of crazy, weird, random things that have nothing to do with each other because page 12 is different on everything that you touch unless you're like me and you have 54 copies of a book. Um, <laughs> so when you're done, after you have that all done, and it really gets fun. I mean, it's, it really is fun to do. When you you know sit there and think, I ain't got time for that, you make time for that. You know, it would ta- It'll take you about five minutes, maybe 10 minutes to do this, so 10 minutes out of your day. Out of everything else you do all day long, you can have 10 minutes to feed your muse. You have 10 minutes to stop, ignore, and be who you really are and and let that creative thing breathe in you every day. 10 minutes. Do these. Do these. I'm telling you. Do these. I'm telling you. <laughs> I sound so fierce. I'm telling you. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so have fun reading those and finding those incredible lines. Once you have them, of course, you know what I want you to do next is I want you to go through those lines on a new piece of paper and start constructing a poem out of those lines. Now, before I would say, um, you know, you can't, you have to use, like we're doing one where we're doing the cutouts, like in the newspapers, that exercise, if you remember it, you, know, you couldn't change lines because they, the lines were the lines. But this one, if you, if you have a line and you really like it and you really want to use it, but it doesn't quite work, you can change it. Play with it. Work with it. Just put that poem together, together out of all your page 12s or your page 54s or your page 72s, whatever it is you choose. You know, it's all. it'd be also kind of cool if you write in journals like I do because I have apple boxes full of them from when I was a, a kid till now. Um, just pick up some of your old journals and turn to page 7 on each of them and, and piece together a poem out of everything on page 7 of your journals. Ooh, now that could get kind of scary and wicked. <laughs> All right, so that is your exercise, page blank, page 54. So page blank and page blank is also your writing prompt and your writing exercise. All right, guys, what I'm going to do next is I'm going to play an audio track. The audio track that I am going to play could be yours if you are a recording artist and have something on an MP3 format. You can email those to me, and I can upload them to the show's library, the email address, the word that is in the email address, it is the Speakeasy Cafe, T-H-E, Speakeasy Cafe at gmail.com. Please, in the uh, subject line, put something like MP3 file, audio track, something like that, so it kind of catches my eye. I would appreciate that, and we'll get it put on here. The piece that I'm going to play right now is by one of my absolute favorite contemporary poets, 
spoken word artist. He's actually a um, a performance. I would call him more of a performance poet than a spoken word artist. There's a difference. Um, and we and we all, you know, there's people who get up and read their poetry, you know, and that's that's a poetry reading. And then there's spoken word, where we actually we don't all sound like Captain Kirk when we're reading our poems. The dog flew through the window, and I went down stairs and got a sandwich. Okay, so yeah, there's there is the <laughs> I do that sometimes, so I, I tease myself when I do when I do poetry readings. I try to sound all dramatic. Anyway, so we're even doing Captain Kirk. We're doing spoken word, and we know what spoken word is. And then there's the performance artist. Now, performance artist brings it to life. It's like an actor. It's like voice acting. Okay, there's there's a big difference in all of those. And so there's three different genres that you can practice doing. Practice, you know, you can do all three. I do all three. You know, so it's something that you can uh, have fun with and play with. If you don't have any of your work recorded yet and you would like to try it, and I highly recommend it, I promise you, I swear to you on on all that's, that's musings that it will change you and make you grow incredibly as a writer. All right? Um, it's easy as there's a, a really awesome audio recording program on CNET, CNET.com, called WavePad, W-A-V-E-P-A-D, WavePad. And you can download that onto your computer, and then you need a headset with a mic, and that's it. If you've got those two things, you're good to go. Uh, you're able to record your poetry, and it's fun because you can actually sit there and do take after take after take until you get one. No one has to hear you, you know, as you're creating your great voice piece. You know, and then it's uh, the program's as easy as doing copy and paste like an audio file. So you take your music track that you want behind your, you do your spoken word track, your voice track, and then you want music behind it. So you open a music file and you lower the pro, the volume down to about 15%. And then you copy it and you paste it over and then merge. You know, so it's it's everything you know how to do. You know how to copy and paste it in, in a text thing. And when you're doing, you know, photoshopping, you know how to merge two photos together. If you can do that, you can build a spoken word track with music behind it. And then there's oh, then you can have fun. If you highlight something like you do in a word document and you hit italicize to make your words look pretty, you can highlight part of your voice track and put echo in there. Ooh. So it's fun. You'll have a lot of fun with it. So do try it if you haven't tried it. Anyway, yeah, you can email those tracks to me at thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. The track that I picked out, like I said, is, is by one of my favorite contemporary poets. His name's Constantine, an incredible, incredible performer. have not heard from him in a while. I need to drop him a message and make sure that he's okay. He lives a pretty dramatic life, and uh, he gets here once in a while, and we really enjoy it when he does. Just absolutely love the man. Um, but he called into the show uh, maybe six, seven years ago. I don't remember how long ago it was, around Halloween time, and read this poem. And I fell in love with it. And I asked him, please, 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 Ron. I said, please record that for me. And he did and sent it to me. So I thought it's kind of befitting to play it in the month of October um, when the first time I heard it. So this is Constantine, and the poem is called The Fall. Here we go. Forever seems so far. Forever seems so cold. 
forever cries the heart, forever yearns the soul. And when all the angels fly far from thee, when demons dance in dream, when all these words don't seem to form, what are words without your soul? Forever light the stars, forever haunts the ghost. And when all the angels fly far from thee, when demons dance in dream, fall down fly into the night, fall down on me, we'll fly into the night. And now it seems our words have grown, we're in a place we've never known. Just know where the darkness falls. Ron Constantine, the Mithril Weaver, and uh, I am going to pop his link into the chat room for you. You can find him by um, Googling him, Ron Constantine, incredibly, incredibly talented poet, and just sent him a message and let him know that we missed him. We haven't heard from him in a while, so I hope all, all is going well with him. All right, so next Guys, what comes next? Y'all know what comes next. If you would like to call in and read tonight, which we are getting to our call-in section of the program coming up, you can dial in at 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. Give us a call. Remember that we do take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code... 989 is our first caller tonight, so listen for your telephone area code. When you do get on, please introduce yourself. That is so, so important. I cannot tell you how important that is. Alrighty, Let us know who you are. It's important that people know who's reading, and it's important that your name is attached to your work. All right? You never want to send your work out there with, uh, without people knowing who's, who it belongs to, without your name attached to it. All right. We can do, let me take a look at the board real quick. We have 
Oh, we've got a pretty big lineup. All right, so we're going to be doing one poem to start out with, so you can read one poem. If you want to read a second one, you can either stay on the line after I mute you at the end of the call, and then when I do that, if you want to read a second one, press 1, and it takes you out of the lineup. Press 1, and it puts you back in. And then you can go through the rotation again, and we can... Uh, you can read your second poem, but we've got quite a few callers on hold, so right now we're going to be doing one poem to start out with. The exception to that rule is if you've done your homework. I always give out homework, writing prompts, writing exercises, things like that, the title prompts. If you have done one of those and you want to read it on the air, you can bring that because it is your homework and you can read it. And when you're done reading it, then you can read the regular poem that you would normally come and read. So right now we're doing one poem, and the exception is if you've done your homework. All right, then you can read two. Otherwise, press one, get out of the lineup, press one again, get back in, and you can read your second poem after that. You know what I'm saying. All right, we're all there together. <laughs> all right, so when you're done reading, after you've come on and you've read your poem, please give out your URL. It's real important that people know how to come find you and get to know you and your work and be able to read you and, and befriend you and you know become part of your writing network and and inspirational network and all that good stuff. Anyway, so yeah, make sure you get it to your URL. Then please remember that we have a mature rated show, guys. So that means you're bound to hear just about anything. You're going to hear a lot of different types of poetry, a lot of different opinions, and anything goes with the exception of hardcore erotica. All right, we do not have an adult rating. That means no word porn, no bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B. Do not bring me nipples. All right, other than that, we're good to go. So, yeah, remember we have a mature rating but not an adult rating, and you know what that is. I don't have to explain it anymore than that. We're good. <laughs> All right, so I am going to, once again, let me give you the number real fast. It's 646-595-3965, 646-595-3965. All if you want to call in. I'm going to give the first three callers in the lineup so you kind of have a heads up. I'm desperately looking for my pen as I'm talking. There we go. Um, I'm going to give you the first three callers so you kind of have a heads up as far as where you're going to be falling in on the on the call, and then I'll try to keep up with that as we go. So as I said, the first number we're bringing on is 989. Then we have area code 903. Then it is 731. All right, that'll be our first three callers. So let's go ahead and grab... Nine eight nine nine eight nine. You're on the air. Hello, Nyla. This is George Wiley. Hey, George. What's going on with you, love? I get lucky because I, of course, I dial in real as soon as I can. But man, to be first that's two weeks in a row. I guess I can hardly live with myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is pretty awesome. I know this is this is great. <laughs> funny how it's funny how little things make your week. You know, um, <laughs> that's what happens when you get old. You know, it's a, either worrying about urination or when you can get on the poetry show. You know, I can but, just I can just yeah. picture you as soon as we're off here jumping on Twitter. I was first. I was first. <laughs> I close. I close. If Den- I don't know if Dennis is around tonight. Um, but I I I I, I gloat just for his sake because he's often <laughs> the first one. All right, so yeah, I um, want just, you to write a haiku to oh, George about being first this week. Oh, to to to, to Dennis. Yeah, yeah, or to Dennis. Yeah, haiku. haiku. Yeah, haiku to Dennis. Ha- haiku Sorry to about Dennis that. about you being first. A, a taunting nanner nanner haiku 
about you being first this week. That's, That's your homework. You just gave yourself sounds, homework. Um, I will do that. I'll be glad to. I'll be glad to. Or if you decide not to do haiku, My, uh, it can be a regular poem. Just do whatever you want. Okay. No, haiku will be fine. I like to play with haikus. Um, mm-hmm. This thing tonight, this first thing, uh, I've got one about October, but I've got this one. I tried to do it with, you know, music behind it, um, like some of the other poets do. So here goes this. This one is called uh, Hurried Words at the Grave. And I'm going to get out here a couple of clicks before it comes on. Well, come on. What's that? Well, maybe it's not going to work. Then I, I could have sworn it would work. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll read the I'll read the poem then. I'll read the poem then, without the uh, music. Uh, shucks. All right. Hurried words at the grave. Emptied, we stood at his last breath. Harried, unshaven, we'd hurried to beat the last chime of his life. Road weary and rumpled, we had but little notice. No time, no plans, no edited drafts. But its most vital time, we'd not practiced. No careful resume of his life was done. Each of us having a need to show our caring and the kind of homage he deeply deserved. And to clean out from all the things he'd done, This man was better by far than all the rest. We thought there'd be more years before he pulled away. How could our quickly conjured words serve a superior man? No doubt he'd be embarrassed by our palsied eulogies. He was leaving while we fabricated plastic phrases. phrases. And he probably planned it that way. End of poem. That was awesome. Thank you. So you need to record that now. If you need me to send well, the, the thing, and I want you to record that and put your music behind it so you've got it as an audio track, since the music oh, was That's obviously important to this. Yeah, well, that uh, the music was sort of a little jazzy piece by, by uh, Mulder and Noah. And I, you know, piano, and I was, uh, I've got it here. Recorded. I just didn't play when I hit when I clicked it on the screen, oh. so I don't know why this is. Uh, well, send me it, send me the audio track, and I'll try to get it uploaded anyway to the show for you. It should, it should work though, because it worked like when I was playing around just before the show. But anyway, uh, I'm a little. I was surprised it didn't. It just didn't play. Anyway, um, yeah, I'll do that and make sure it plays and send it to you or something. But um, okay. and then a little later on, I'll try a different on October poem. Uh, I can be reached at um, I have a few things on allpoetry.com. Uh, I have a what a Facebook page called uh, George Wiley writes, and um, I I'll have a few other things sprinkled around Facebook and such, but that's about it. Very cool. All right, hon. Absolutely great job. 
And uh, are you, you want to read again? We just jump back in the... Yeah. I yeah. do. I want to read this October. So a little later, I'll, I'll be on. <laughs> All right, hon. We'll talk to you in a little bit then. Fantastic job tonight, baby. Thanks. All right. Bye. All righty. So our next caller, as I said, comes from area code 903. 903, you're on the air. Hey, this is uh, 731. Is that me? That is um, that is 731. You're supposed to be 903 yet. Okay, can I get you to hold for just a second, baby? Sure. Okay. Unmuted the wrong one. All right, 903. 903, you are on the air now. Hello, Nyla. This is Eric Nelson Manley Shellman. How are you doing? Hey, Eric. Good to hear from you, sweetheart. Thank you. Good to hear from you, too. Um, I've been moving most of the today. I'm going to be moving out of my apartment. I'm about to be moving in with my second cousin. And uh, hopefully I'll find a job soon. <laughs> I haven't found a job anywhere. so. You know, I'm you are absolutely the epitome, though, of the Renaissance man. You are like a jack of all trades. You've done so many different things. You know, there's nobody who could walk up and say, you change jobs often. But there's no one who can walk up and say, you know, usually if you think of someone who who changes jobs a lot, it's like, oh, you know, what's wrong with that guy? He changes jobs a lot. But you're, I mean, you're not like, you are, you are like, you are a little bit of everything and you walk through life being a little bit of everything. And like a jack of all trades, you're, you, you don't, my brother told me this one time because he was trying to figure out my brand new brother that I just got of, because of 23andMe DNA test, by the way, right. found out I had a brother. Um, but I totally forgot what I was going to say now. Um, I'm gone. Whatever that thought, wherever I was going, you guys just got so totally derailed. What was I talking about, Eric? You were talking about me being a Renaissance man, jack of all trades. You were talking about your brother told you something, then you forgot. Oh, oh, oh. So that's why I love you so much because you actually really do listen to what I say. You know, which makes you not that, but you do listen. Okay. So my brother, we were trying to figure out a time to set up so we could go have lunch, and it's like there's just I don't I don't have any time. And he said, you know, there's no moss grow. You're like no moss grows on you, or you're a rolling stone that grows no moss, or something like that. And it makes me think about you. You know, you just you're the same way. You just go 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 all the time. You don't sit still. You don't. You know, life knocks you down. You don't sit there and lick your wounds. You get up and brush it off and just keep going, and, and that's just its awesome to me. I just admire you so much. Okay, so anyway, what would you bring tonight? Uh, I got two poems, but I'm going to read one, and then I'll read one at the end. So if not, okay. I'll read it on the on the Halloween. Uh, you could say it's Halloween. It's kind of Halloweenish horror slash blasphemous slash. Heretic, uh, heretical, and uh, and sacrilegious. So. <laughs> so first off, I want to tell you the picture. I, was, I actually wrote the poem before I found the picture, but I actually sent it to you. I told you last time that I got I got hacked on Facebook, so I haven't made a new one. I'm not gonna make a new one until I get a new phone, or I just start getting the internet at my house, and then I get on my computer and figure out how to change my IP address because I can't change it on my phone for some stupid reason. But anyways, the picture is uh, 
zombies and they're at the Last Supper and they're eating Jesus and half of his body is eaten and they got the upper part of it he's being pulled apart. So, pretty gruesome. <laughs> Anyways, it's called uh, Zombie Jesus Christ Savior's Last Supper. And it's like a horror version of it, I guess. <laughs> so, you ready? I am. All right. Zombie Jesus Christ's Savior's Last Supper. Eat of me and never hunger again for zombie witches. Drink of me and never again thirst for zombie's blood. Consume of me and never again consume of another zombie's flesh, bones, and brains. Lick of me and never lick of another zombie again. Suck on me and never on uh and never again on a and and never again or hang on sorry I messed up and never suck on another zombie or man again. Make love to me and never make love to or lust another zombie again. Breed me and never breed another zombie again. Think of me and never again think of eating your fellow zombies. Read of me and never again harm another zombie. Teach of me and always quote me saying, love every zombie as you love yourself. Speak of me by spreading my word to other lost zombies and always remember to be like me, your zombie savior. Remember to always pray to me and ask for forgiveness. And in order to maintain your zombie salvation, remember there is always a place for you and your fellow zombies in zombie heaven next to me on my throne. That's in peace. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> all, all I can think of is as soon as you started, so you said that and you started reading, I was thinking about um, Abraham Lincoln zombie hunter. You know how they took yeah, something yeah, sacred funny. like Lincoln, you know, and you you take mm-hmm. Jesus, for goodness sake, you yeah. know, and turn him into a zombie, mm-hmm. you know. But that's, well, that's these, okay, Jesus, because President Lincoln's coming, all right? Well, that's right. <laughs> it, was, it was funny well, as heck. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Well, Jesus Christ is a fictitious character to me. Uh, I think that religions are epic poems. They're exaggerations of epic poems. They've, they've had man to create dogma and lots of other religiosity as well. But that's my personal opinion, so that's why I I, I believe but, that the same truth has many names. I think that uh, all religions come from one religion. And as we got spread across the globe, like a game of telephone, all of our religions changed, adapted. But we, we are all, you know, we, right. we are all celebrating yeah. one thing with many yeah. names. And so, you know, so I, I listen to everyone's opinions. Right. There is only one creation, so we all really are celebrating one thing, you guys. So get over individualism and just love each other. <laughs> Listen to each other's stories. They're amazing. <laughs> yeah. But That's I really right. don't think Jesus is a zombie. But I love I love what you did there. I saw where you're going, and you got yeah, there. <laughs> and thank you so much. And uh, when I first got back in the when I got out of the Navy back in 2009, I had gotten into uh, college. I hadn't even gotten into college. I had moved to Tyler, and it's a fairly 
decent city. It's actually gotten a lot bigger since I left there. But um, anyways, I lived there and I had my first Halloween party because I wasn't on my ship. And uh, I spent a whole lot of money on myself, which was fine and dandy because I wanted everything to be. I had orange, black, everything, silverware, uh, cups, uh, napkins, just whatever, whatever you can imagine. Anyways, I spent a lot of money on that. I bought I bought a whole bunch of meat and alcohol and all sorts of stuff, and uh, had a good party. And anyways, I was a, I went, actually, the first time I did it, I was in a frat in a fraternity party. My roommate was in a fraternity in college and uh, before I even got into college. I didn't, I'm not a fraternity boy, of course. Talk faster, baby. We got to line up. Okay, sorry. All right. (laughs) I had to say it before you start yelling at me. Yeah. What's that? What? Huh? Write a poem about it. Okay, I will. All right, I'll talk to you in a little bit. I'm going to stick on the line. All right, baby. I'll bring you back on as you come through. Hey, hey, tell me how to find you first. All right. You can find me on uh, poemhunter.com. You can find me on uh, poetrysoup.com. You can find me on on, uh, allpoetry.com. And you can find me on my blog, too. Hang on a second. Let me get my blog. I got it. Eric Nelson, Manly Shellman, and uh, and my blog is https colon slash slash ericshellman dot blogspot dot com, and that's it. Oh yeah, you can find me on Twitter too. It's Eric Nelson, Manly Shellman. I just made a new Twitter too. So. That's it. Awesome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm glad I can make you laugh. This is one thing I like to do. <laughs> it was great. Make people laugh. Thank so, you, Eric. Great job so tonight, honey. I'll talk to you. Thank you. And uh, I'll talk to you in a few. All right. Have love. a good one. Bye-bye. All right. Love. Bye. Hey, I want to say hello to Cy real quick. I see him in the chat room. And it's been a while since we've heard from him. He has issues with his Skype, but I just want him to to know that I see him, love him, miss him, and uh, think about him often. We're going to, since he can't get, they can't get in tonight. I am going to play. I've got some of uh, their spoken word audio, so I'm going to close the show with one of their pieces tonight, since they aren't able to call in, and we miss him and love him, just so they know. All right. So anyway. Yeah, that was for Sai. All right, and now we have Michael. Let's grab Michael and get him back on the line. 731, Michael, are you there? Is it me again? Hi, Michael. Hi there, Nyla. How are you? I know you've got my emails. And you know that I'm going to read yeah. something from Jennifer, from Jennifer. It goes by Para Poetry. And, and She's got the prettiest got red hair, by the way. Uh, oh, absolutely, yes. Yes, she's adorable. She does. She's cutie. Uh, before I forget, her Facebook page is www.facebook.com slash Paracelsa, and that's a capital P-A-R-A-C-E-L-S-A. And that's where I found this poem. She's been writing several poems this month dedicated to Halloween. So uh, so I, I asked if I could share one of her poems with my friends, and she cordially 
uh, agreed to allow me to do that. So, so here we go. I put her link into the chat room for you. Thank you kindly. And then after you're done reading, remind me to give you homework, okay? I don't do homework, but I'll remind you so I can act like I'll do it, but then not. Okay, you're That's give fine. her homework. For gosh sake, she'd love homework. She'll hear this. <laughs> give her homework. She does. She can do assignments. Uh, anyway, here we go. The poem is called Jack-O-Lantern. <laughs> Jack-O-Lantern. Oh, pumpkins, how you sacrifice. Grow plump and juicy just for us. To pluck and seize, throw in the truck. To take back home, we won't be nice. Oh, pumpkins, you're our sacrifice. The knives come out, we'll carve your face. Remove your guts, there'll be no trace. Perhaps some seeds left for the mice. Oh, pumpkins, how you sacrifice. Grins and sunken eyes, the very scent of pumpkin spice. Candlelight, a spooky guise. Oh, pumpkins, hear me, moonlight rise. We thank you for your sacrifice. End poem. You know, <laughs> I had it, you sent me the link to that, so I had a chance to read it too. And it is absolutely, absolutely a delightful poem. Isn't it? it is incredibly well written. Her word choices, you know, she uses very distinct imagery, short lines, you know, not a lot of fluff in there. And it's very strong and it's awesome, you know, and it makes it really fun to listen to. And, uh, you know, I don't know if she is published or not, but that's the type of poem that she should be watching for anthologies, seasonal anthologies, you know, and submitting stuff to, because that one right there, I mean, that's a very publishable poem that was very well written. I think so, it's too. It's okay for me to say that. Mm-hmm. She has a new one out from yesterday called Nightmare. You should check that out while you've got her page. It's about a, a two-minute poem. And it's, it's I'll pop this over on that. a new page. Let's see. Yeah, so it's I called Nightmare. The new window. Mm-hmm. There we go. I won't lose it. So I'll check it out after the show. Do it. All right, then. Let me step out of the way. You are so busy. And you give you give her a give her a link again. And whatever and whatever assignment you want to give her, I'm sure she really appreciates <laughs> homework from you. Nah, dear. Yes, your homework is to get a hold of her and write a Halloween poem together, back and forth, a collab, and then come on the show for the Halloween show. Is it next week? No, we'll probably do the Halloween show November 1st. No, let's do it on the 25th. Let's do it next week. Let's do it next week because the November 1st is probably our anniversary show. So let's do it next week. So let's do our Halloween special next week on the 25th. So, yeah, write a write a collab with her and see if there's any way you can get her to call in with you or let you read. We'll see. I'd really goes. like to get her to call in with you. Consider I haven't written a poem in over a year. You're asking a lot. Just just make up just make a couple lines and send it to her. Don't even think about writing a poem. Just send her a couple lines and see if it comes back. And if it does, it, it it'll it'll be like stepping in mud. You'll be gone. Mhm. All right. Again, it's time for me to step aside and make room for the real poets. 
Thanks for your time this time. Until next time, so long, Nyla. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Love you, honey. Love you we'll too. Talk bye. to you soon. All right. Our next three callers, let me go ahead and give you that lineup. We have 734, 419, and 90, or excuse me, 910. So 734 is our next caller. Then 419, I'm writing them down as I talk, as you can tell, and then 910. So those will be our next three. All right. So let's go ahead and grab. Oh, I never muted Eric. It's a good thing he was quiet. Dang. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 734. 734, are you with me? Hello, Nyla. This is Dennis White. Yes, I'm with you. <laughs> hey, Dennis, how are you, my love? Uh, doing well. I'm well and blessed. <laughs> what more could I ask for? <laughs> it is very good to hear from you. How's your week been? I've had a had a crappy week, but it's all good. It's getting better. <laughs> I went and had a flu <laughs> shot. And I got the flu, so you know that's no, that's not right. You know what's really funny is my mom was getting the, every year. You know she starts start get, starts to get older, and people worry about the flu shot and all that crap. You know you don't want to be getting sick, and so she started going in and getting the flu shot every year, and every year she would get so sick for the entire winter, you know, and they would end up putting her on like these super strong horse antibiotics because. You know, her body had grown such a tolerance. But every year she would get, you know, and she was always saying, you know, now if I didn't go get the flu shot, just imagine how sick I would have been. And one year she was doing something for the courts and wasn't at work the day they came in and gave all the flu shots. And so she was telling me she needed to go find a pharmacy or something. And I said, Mom, don't get it this year. And I convinced her not to get it that year. And she didn't get sick, and she's never, you know, every year she got the flu shot, she would get the flu. Yeah. You know, so it, the shot was giving her the flu, whereas when she didn't get the shot, she didn't get the flu anymore. So I just, you know, people work, you know, think about that. If every year when you get the flu shot, you didn't get the flu. So I'm sorry you're sick. Do you want some chicken well, soup? I'm, I made no, some I'm better now. I, 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 I've, I, I, I've uh, gotten better, so uh, it's good. It's all good. <laughs> well, you just blew it because I was going to send you some chicken soup with homemade noodles. Well, I blew it, but uh, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm five percent Ashkenazi Jew. <laughs> you should try my homemade noodles. I'm telling you. Well, maybe one day I will. Uh, I I would like to read a poem that's a little bit different than other stuff I've written. Uh, it's a little bit of sci-fi, human nature stuff. So if you don't mind, I'll go ahead and read that. Please. All right. The title is Planet Roseo. All hail the mighty Emperor Ving, who thought himself the only king and ruled the planet Roseo, a blushing planet few still know. His rise to power a bloody coup with faithful allies he did rule. We wrote their history he might last, ignoring others from the past. But scholars of the ancient rings did know of rightful lords and kings and kept the tomes of days gone by, not yielding to 
the emperor's lies. And when the king and when King Ving felt so secure, let down his guard with rebels near, thus lost his kingdom and his head, and his proud blood flowed vivid red, the rule restored to rightful heir, the faithful now can show they care. They vowed no more new vings to be, restored their noble history. End of poem. <laughs> that was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's it's funny where your mind goes sometimes when you just let loose. <laughs> you know, that one would be a really fun one to record. Um and and do a delivery on it like kind of like a Vincent Price. Oh yes! Wow! Can you imagine that? How that? How sure that? Be. And then you know, put the appropriate music behind it. We should try that. Mm, I'm gonna think about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. That needs to be done. Yeah, well, let's see. All right, let's my see dear. Do torch set. See, yes, and remember, my, my you do you do stuff like that. You do homework and stuff. You get to read two times. I'm just I'm just reminding you guys, you know. I, 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 and we appreciate that. <laughs> 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 All right. My name is Dennis White. Uh, I my poetry mostly, for the most part, can be found at allpoetry.com under the name of Haiku Bless You. And uh, there's hyphens between the words. Check it out. You may find something you like. You may find stuff you don't like. But it's all there, so help yourself. (laughs) Thank you, Dennis. Fantastic job tonight, sweetheart. You're amazing. Oh, I don't know about that, but I'd I'd rather be amusing than amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You're amusing amazing? I'm I'm working on it, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely amusingly amazing. Okay. All right. Authentically. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. And a great You're show. Welcome. And I, I, I'll step aside and let the next poet step up to the mic. And I'll say God bless. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> bye bye, honey. All right. Next caller, 419. 419, you're on the air. Hello, Nyla. Hey, sweetie. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? It's very good to hear from you. Introduce yourself. Uh, Shelly Gambino, agent 419. 419. <laughs> I remembered this week. <laughs> I didn't do my homework, so I'm naughty. That's okay. I, I Your homework doesn't of, have a time limit. There's it. no due date. A seed will sit there and germinate as long as it has to. It could, it could well, go I to a pump five years it. from now. <laughs> yeah, well, I did I did put thought into it. I just haven't done it. And this thing I'm going to read tonight, it's been going through my head for the last two weeks, and I kind of just tried to get the words out. So, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of I things love up those there kinds. that people don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this one that I'm sharing tonight uh, <clears throat> is on the premise of, like, a lyrical song, because when I wrote it, I was, like, singing it kind of. Um, on my own accord. I'm not singing it tonight, <laughs> um, but I want to read it to you guys if I could. Please. Okay. 
Today I'll take that step off the edge of the mountain, walking up to the edge hand in hand with you. I can only pray when I leave you today that you will be there to catch me when I fall. Today is the day I'll step off that mountain, provided I love you and I gave it my all. Today is the day have I told you I loved you. I'll, ste- I'll take that step that is mine all alone. Today is the day that I'll step off the mountain, and I pray that you'll be there to catch me when I fall. I have been honored in life to have you in mine, thankful for you and the gifts I have received. We chose our own path, and together we walked down, but sometimes our path will lead us to fall. Today I'll take that step off the mountain, leading me to you in eternity. I have to say goodbye now as my life is dwindling, but please do know that I loved you so. Today I'll take my step from that mountain. Have I told you that I loved you? This step is all mine and mine all alone, and alone I must now continue. Today is my day to step out from that mountain. I'll take you with me. Please never think you're alone. Thank you all for your support and for being with me. Thank you for seeing me through all of life's glory. Thank you for walking with me and for being my heart. Thank you for everything you have been to me right from the beginning, from our very start. Today I'll take my step off the mountain, praying you'll be there to catch me when I fall. Today I'll take my final step off that mountain, and have I told you today that I love you so. End poem. That was beautiful. You know, it's kind of, I always always say that, you know, if you're going to love someone, you know, love them 110%. Love them with more than you know you know how to love, you know. And and I always, it makes me think when, you know, someone says, well, relationship's 50-50. If I only give 50% of myself to somebody, then they should run in the opposite direction as fast as they can because they deserve much better than me. You know, it, it should be 110 and 110 until you're like the Cirrus stars, you know, in orbit around each other. Um, you know, and that's kind of what that, that place, you know, you'd, you'd found that place where it was time to, you know, just throw it all in, you know, to call. Hey, yeah. I'm, all, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm all in. Well, and you free fall. <laughs> and, and, you know, you know <laughs> you could end up with a huge owie, but it's okay, you know. Right. And I, and so I great, thought, too, when I, dissect, when I dissected it, I had thought you could talk about the living, right? And I get that. Mm-hmm. But the ultimate thing that was going through my mind is someone that was diagnosed with leukemia or cancer or diabetes, and they have a sentence, and nobody knows when, but they know that they're going to go, and they're telling the loved one goodbye as they are accepting their fate to take that step off the mountain. And so I kind of wrote that. I've had a lot of hard time saying goodbye lately because um, I went through like a traumatic thing in my life um, with my husband leaving. And so um, I would always cry when I have to say goodbye. And I thought this poem was the loved one that was leaving saying goodbye to the one that's still alive. And that's kind of the premise of why I kind of went in that direction. So it's kind of like my ability to say, hey, you know, even though he's gone, he still loved me and goodbye. Yeah. I just wanted to share that. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful, honey. Great job. And I loved it. Right. And it was beautiful. All right. Tell everyone how to find Shelly. 
Thank you. I'm on Facebook, Shelly Gambino, G-A-M-B-I-N-O, um, and you can find me on there. I also have Poetical Intrigue is my page where I actually put, like, my poems and stuff on there, which I haven't done lately, so I better get typing. <laughs> so, yeah. And every <laughs> Thursday night, I'd like to be on your show and read my stuff. <laughs> well, we would like that, too. So let's make sure uh-huh. that that happens. Yeah, and, and which which – so you're doing November for the Halloween thing because I do have to find my Halloween poem. I haven't. No, next it. week. Next week. Um, next the 28th. week. Okay. It's, no, the, it's the I have 20th, a deadline. Twenty fifth. Okay. I have a deadline then. Because <laughs> then we can enjoy them prior to Halloween. Because I think that we're going to do the anniversary show is either going to be November first or November eighth. Okay. And then I have to good. have a couple. Then I have to have at least one workshop pre-recorded, guys. So if anyone's thinking about doing a workshop coming up soon, I have. Uh, I'm getting my surgery on my other hand, on my right hand done in November. So there's going to be one week that we're going to be playing a pre-recorded show during that week. So, um, yeah, let's get one. Someone uh-huh. give me an email. We'll get one of those set up. All right, Shelly. Awesome job, baby girl. Well, so, yeah, Halloween shows next week. Sounds good, and thank you, and I'll look forward to it, and I'll talk to you then. Have a good evening. <laughs> you too, hon. Bye, sweetheart. Thank you. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, our next caller comes from area code 910. 910, you're on the air. The simplicity of the dream, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. When the world is laid out before your feet, nothing is as it appears. I've had a dozen or so few nines, started off with eights and a few tens. All of them were a quest. But I've only had one special one. And that was, as I know, there won't be another natural. The striving of the search, the mindset, the value of worth, the manipulation of the words, I love you. Most of the time, it can't be felt, but you can see right through it. When the world is left behind with all your conquering, nothing is really wanted. Men and women would designate the scale. One, two, and threes are kept secret. Four, five, and six are ordinary. Seven, eight, and nines are sought after. A ten is something you feel like you can own. But the one special one only comes along once, if ever. And I'm good with that. It's called One Special One, and my name is Fine Still. That was incredible. I didn't know if you were done yet. I was, I was waiting for the pause. That was awesome, Glenn. I just put your uh, your link into the chat room for everybody, too. Anyways, sounds like you got a full board tonight. So I uh, I don't know if I'll read it tonight because I might come back on or not. i got somebody I'm going to meet up with, but it's called uh, Nameless Garfield. I bought it four years ago for October. So... Very cool. Hey, I just saw on your page that you posted the show thing. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Always. Awesome. You know, you're one of those people that have been here since the very beginning. I knew you before the cafe even began. Do you know that? Yeah. Yeah, way mm-hmm. back when, in my space days. Yeah. The very conception like of all this. I know, yeah. right? I love it. 
I can say, I knew you when, I knew you then. And the, and the kids now <laughs> will never understand. It's like Final Fantasy XI. You know, someone's starting to play Final Fantasy XIV, you know, the, the MMO, whatever it's called, game. I'm playing that you know, and they, game, man. And they and think I it's awesome, you. but they never played eleven. No one that played eleven can explain the magic to someone who plays fourteen. There's the nerd in me, guys. I think I'm playing fifteen right now. I don't know, but it is. It's wicked hard, you know. I I play fourteen, the one that the MMO online thing. Play, game, yeah. 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 But uh, again, great show. Be peace. (laughs) Thank you, Glenn. It is good to hear from you, sweetheart. Call back next week, please. I've really been enjoying having you around again. All right. All right. Be good to go. All right, sweetheart. Bye, honey. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers so you know where you are. We have our Skype caller. We have 779 and we have 832. Those are our next three callers. All right, so let's go ahead and grab. I always want to say hi, name, but what if I'm wrong? And we have more one because we have more one Skype caller. All right. Wait a minute, wrong one. Sorry. There we go. That was panic. That was the sound of panic. All right, Skype caller, you are on the air. Good evening, Nala. I knew it was you. Hey, sweetheart, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm not too bad, thank you very much. Um, I do have two pieces, but I'm going to do them separately if possible over the night. One of them is from the I Am um, workshop you did, but I actually wrote it before but you Steve, did the you workshop. you bring you homework, you get to read too. That's the yeah, exception. There's, so... a lot of people, there's, there's a lot of people reading, so I will, I'll, I'll jump back in the queue. Um, okay. But I'd like to start with a piece I wrote when I was 21, so a very long time ago. Um, And it's more fitting with the theme of Halloween and that kind of work that we've been talking about, and it's called Assigning the Blame. They completely surround you. It's the moment of your death. You cling on for dear life, grasping at your last breath. The darkness clears and you are beckoned by the light. This wasn't in the brochure. That's no heavenly sight. Your body lay broken and bloody upon the floor. The memory of your last moments being spilled upon the carpeted canvas as you are dragged through the door. They stand around you laughing, all looking mighty proud of this that they accomplished that should not have been allowed. You feel the fires of hell singeing at your feet. You always tried to be so nice, yet now the devil you will meet. If only they had listened to your pleas. If only they believed. You trusted in all that they have said, but you have been deceived. The pain that they inflicted, causing the ending of your life. But when they found your body, it was you who'd held the knife and peace. Damn. That was dark. (laughs) I did say it was a bit dark. (laughs) I loved it. I absolutely loved it. That was incredible, sweetheart. Thank you very much. You are very welcome. You're very welcome. 
Wow. I would love to. Uh, do, you, do you have that listed online anywhere? I don't at the moment. No, I've I deleted all my pages a couple of years ago. Um, life kind of got out of control. Um, but I'm, I'm going to be trying to get everything back up online on a, a website and sorting everything out. I'm just awaiting a move at the moment, so it's like I can't unpack everything and then repack it. I just it's all a bit awkward. But yeah, well, I, I will be. When you deleted that, out. you had you had copies and backup of your work, right? Yeah, I've, I've got it all written out on printed paper and stuff like that, and it's on my Google Drive. Good. Good. Well, I am glad that you're here and that you're sharing with us, and I really appreciate you, and I cannot wait to see the next one you're going to read. You're going to come back and read that, right? Yeah. Let me bring you back on. It was the one I was going to do towards the end last week. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll give out it. my details on the next one. Okay, perfect. All right, sweetheart. No, do it now just in case something happens. And what if we fell off the air and blah, blah, blah? Okay, I, I can be found on Facebook. It's Callum Kennedy Hume. And I'm on Twitter uh, at Kennedy Hume. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. And we'll talk to you in just a little bit. I'll put you on hold and then we'll be able to bring you back on, okay? No worries. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, sweetheart. Great job tonight. I love dark poetry. Okay. Let's go ahead and bring on area code seven. Oops. Now see that the call changes and then it bumps again. And and so next we have. I muted, unmuted the wrong one. There we go. Seven seven nine. Seven seven nine. You're on the air. Hi, Nyla. Hey, sweetheart. How are you? I'm all right, I suppose. <laughs> um, I do not have a new piece yet, but I am pulling in one from nine years ago. So before you read, Jessica, um, wait a minute, introduce yourself to everybody. Oh, crap. <laughs> I'm the baby poet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm supposed to be a baby poet. Um, you know, you yeah. you have homework, uh, Jessica. We talked about this last week. You started calling in and reading on the show when you were 14. And you are now, you know, a grown-up woman with children and married. And, you know, we watched you go through boyfriends. We watched you go through your, your dark, I don't know if I'm going to be here next week, talking to you guys, teenage years. Um, you know, we went through <laughs> your, your struggles of growing up. We went through your joys and blisses of, you know, hormones as you were having children and building a life and you know we've watched you grow and mature and be, and just you know you're such a part of this family and you are so dear to me you have no idea though I'm really sad you didn't name one of your kids yeah, after Nyla me. Was talking about I thought I was much more important to you than that but with that <laughs> said <laughs> I want you to write a poem about what it was like to grow up at, at the speakeasy as if it were a cafe I want you to close your eyes and picture the speakeasy cafe and imagine being you know, that young girl 
coming into the cafe and surrounded by all these people. It's the booth and the table and whoever the waitress is and, you know, the cook or whatever. You know, I want you to write about growing up in the cafe and the people here as if it were a cafe. Would you do that for me? Absolutely. For the anniversary show? Yeah. That's next that month would be, or next month? Um, that'll be November. Okay. Yeah. Okay, wait. Which, which date? I'm writing it down for which date. It, it will be either November 1st or November 8th or November 15th or the 22nd. <laughs> no, not the 22nd. That's Thanksgiving. <laughs> It'll be the 1st, 8th, okay. 15th, or 29th. <laughs> okay, so um, one of the weeks. I'll mm-hmm, have to wait exactly. for your message. <laughs> You've got a couple weeks. I'm over here writing dates and going flash, 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 flash. <laughs> My alarm cell phone keeps going off every single week, and I don't know if it's the right week or not. <laughs> okay, so I couldn't settle on a poem. I had Morgan helping me choose one, and I couldn't pick one. So we're going to go with the first one that was in the line. And it's called... He's 480, right? Yes. Okay, so he is, there's one, two, two more callers before him, just so you know and you don't blow up my thing asking. Ah, okay. Ah, okay, I love you. Ah. What, what are you saying? <laughs> I think I picked No Fear. There was a title to this thing and I lost it. No Rules, No Fear. It's temporary, a moment's delay, complete darkness, a delusion, a suggestive flirt with fantasy, the spinning and mixing of oxygen, and the most concentrated wisp of lust, a fence, a visible field, the attempt at safety but a breakable boundary, a glue bubble sitting on a surface, waiting, eventually bursting and leaving its sticky residue to stay. Not quite an illusion, but just enough to become lost within it. The destructive path between want and need, its pain, its hate, it's the predictable yet undeniable flow of tears you wish you could take back. It's knowing that you can't just walk away and pretend that you don't care. It's pouring salt into an open wound that you couldn't lick clean. It's believing that one day, putting that much faith in a person will turn into eternity. It's love. And as the darkness sets in, cradled in the open wound, nothing left to bleed out, no light to reflect the moon. And as the pain shrouds the last beating rhythm, numbing it, silencing it, there is nothing left. There is not even loneliness. And poem. You know, that reminds, that is such, you talk about, the decision to be all in. You know, you I, I think that as especially as women, we grow up believing in Cinderella and fairy tales. 
you know, and this is what it's going to be like. And we become women, and we realize that love is something, you know, if you choose to be in, in, in love, if you choose to be in love with someone, it is quite different than that I'm going to fall in love at first sight and meet my prince and everything's going to be beautiful. You realize that love is dirty and messy and hard, and mm-hmm. you're probably going to get some pretty big owies. <laughs> You know, but it's okay. It's love. It's going to happen, you know. And and when you're at that point where you're looking at somebody and you know damn well they're going to be a flipping train wreck from hell, you stand there looking and don't get off the track, even though you know. Mm-hmm. You know, this one's going to freaking hurt. <laughs> God, is it going to be one hell of a hit, you know. When you just you understand, you understand the consequences of your decision, and you're doing it. That reality. I mean, it's just such a such a reality check on that place, that that moment you make that decision to step off the edge. Great piece, great piece, honey. Thank you. Um, you can get me at allpoetry.com slash scarlet letter. Beautiful. All right, sweetie, are you going to come back and read again if you can, or are you going to just hang out and listen? Um, I'll come back if I can. I'm still trying to find another one that I was looking for. <laughs> All right, I so just <laughs> just push one, and it'll take you out of the lineup. Push one, and it'll put you back in. Okay. All right, baby. All right, and great job. Love you dearly, and I hope you do your homework, because that would be awesome. I'm going to. I wrote notes. (laughs) Love you. Talk to you soon, honey. Love you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. All right. Next caller comes from area code 832. 832, you are on the air. Good evening. Hello. I know that Texas draws southern super tea sweet voice anywhere. Surprise, I'm back. Good evening, Nyla. <laughs> this is Amelia T. Davis calling out of Houston, Texas. It absolutely is. How are you doing, honey? I am fabulous. Thank you. For asking. <laughs> that lasted longer than most marriages I know. <laughs> well, hey, guess what? I I have invited four different poets to the show tonight, and so so that I don't come without uh, gifts to you. <laughs> I and, like uh, poets. It's my favorite thing. Uh, so uh, I know one is on the line, and he better have pushed one. And I'll tell you, he is phenomenal. You're going to be just taken aback by by his poetry. He's amazing. Anyway, well, on that line, then let me say this real quick: area code seven six five and area code eight three two. You guys are not in the lineup, so seven six five or eight three two. If you want to come on the air. Press 1, and I'll know it's okay to bring you on. 
Otherwise, just hang out and listen. If you change your mind, you can press 1 at any time. And that's area code 765 or area code 832. Everyone else, okay. you're good to go. Don't push that button. Well, you know, 832 is probably Soldier Blue. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so uh, I I haven't been here because I've been very naughty. Somebody convinced me to unretire that pen. <laughs> Don't freak out, Nyla. I'm not doing any of them right now. <laughs> but anyway, you retire what, that what? The pen that I retired. Ah. Yes, gotcha. they con- someone convinced me to untire that pen, and I've been uh, writing on that vein. And Good, then I they said, should un- talk you into that, not then, then, yeah. And that's why I said, don't freak out. I'm not going to do any of them tonight. Although, <laughs> 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 that you know me, you know, they don't get that explicit, but even still, I'm not going to do that. I I have brought you another um, romance piece. Um, you know, hope is eternal. Anyway, um, it's called Cosmic. Cosmic. When the planets align, a miracle they will produce. Two souls intertwined through space and time. Spirit to spirit soul to soul. This is a yin and yang of a totally phenomenal class. The energy between the two feels like lightning bolts coursing through their veins. Two hearts beating as one in sync and thumping like a bass drum. A king beyond compare. A rare, unique breed. His strength and intellect overpowers all obstacles his voice sends joy overwhelming melodic and profound a queen regal and strong having his back through thick and thin she strengthens him with honor and grace her voice soft and sensitive warm and inviting If weakness comes, the other intensifies, bringing fortification and sovereignty. Peaks, mountains, valleys, lows means nothing because they keep it heavenly. The power that they exude, no foe can destroy. A match made upon the universal light. Lion to scale, stars upon the celestial plane. Peace and harmony reign supreme. When their passion ignites, a supernova explodes, creating a cosmic expansion. Erotic fires burning deep into the night as bodies enveloping into one another. Warm rivers flowing into the ubiquitous ushers in a new era. Beyond the physical, a phenomenon of the psychic a birth of love everlasting. Musings of Amelia T. Davis and Peace. Absolutely beautiful, sweetheart. Incredible peace. Very loving. Aww. 
thank you. I appreciate it so much. And I I am going to do the homework and work on the the Speakeasy Cafe poem. That would be great. I would love to have you do that. I know that you've got a lot of people here that are pretty important to you. Oh, yeah, and, you know, um, next month it'll be six years that I've been on Internet radio, so it's it's a long history with you. So, Well, much mm-hmm. love. Next poet up. Oh, you can find me on Facebook under Emilia T. Davis, E-M-I-L-I-A-T-D-A-V-I-S. I have a like page on Facebook, same name. You can find me in my poetry group, Poets for the Power of the People, or you can find me here nearly every Thursday night with Nyla. Very good. That's where we love you most. (laughs) I love you too, darling. I hope you enjoy my people. (laughs) I know we will, honey. All right. Later. All right, sweetheart. We'll talk to you soon, baby. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 219. 219, you're on the air. Hey, Brother O, how are you, sweetheart? I'm doing well. How's everything on your end? Absolutely amazing. Everything is wonderful right now. Good. Good to hear that. So what did you bring for us? Uh, the title of this poem is called Un- Unconventional Brother. The title of it. According to the Merriam and Webster Dictionary, the word unconventional is an adjective that is defined as not doing things according to normal standards. The more I thought about it, unconventional is the word start with the letter U that describes how I live my life. I'm a brother who doesn't do things in a conventional sense. If Brother Oda never met for a professional poetry, it wasn't my stage name, I would have gone by the stage name, the unconventional brother. It has a nice ring to it. However, Brother O is the right fit because I've gone by that nickname since high school. My style of poetry is a perfect example of unconventional poetry. It really contains intricate rhyming techniques or loaded with impressive bars. I would rather paint pictures with my words so you can visualize them as I recite. It really has lines that cause the crowd to yell out, you want on purpose. My approach is direct and straight to the point. See, I'm not a brother who dazzles audience with eloquent presentations or amazes them with dynamic and powerful deliveries. Like one of the greatest hip-hop artists of all time, Brother Slick Rick, I'm going to get the storyteller. I'm not restricted to nor do I put restrictions on myself with type of poetry. I write. Even though I specialize in writing inspirational, testimonial, motivational poetry, 
I spread and shared knowledge through my social conscious poetry. To go into depth on a male perspective through my love and relationship poetry and throwing in a touch of sensual romantic poetry every now and then. Majority of my fellow brothers and sisters in rhyme perform poetry. I recite poetry as a professor teaching a creative writing class. There's no shame in my game. I just don't write and perform poetry. I'm afraid I'm going to get this freelance photographer. A marketer and a promoter of poetry session events throughout Chicago, Northwest Indiana, and the suburbs. A creative genius who puts together his own calendar of upcoming appearances and performances. Who constantly gives advice to up and coming prospects and poetry games. The innovative brother created his own introductory phrase, brother was most definitely in the building. And one of very few poets who support everyone, whether or not I'm a feature performer or a show. Now, my dear brothers and sisters, who else do you know in the national poetry community who does what I do with a sincere, genuine heart and poem? Wow. Great job on that, baby. Thank you. Fantastic job. Always said how, I mean, you just are, are always so tight-knit with your convictions. You know, nobody has to guess where you are or what you're saying. All right, do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can come show you some love, Brother O. Oh, you can find me on Facebook. Under the name of my brother Old Gavin, find yeah, I'm very easy to find. You can follow my events throughout the week, read my original poems and uh, original quotes. And thank you for supporting me. Absolutely, my pleasure. You are an important part of this family, my dear. All right, we will talk to you next week, brother O. I'll be back next week. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart. Remember, next week's a Halloween show, right? Something spooky. Okay. Okay, I know right, Halloween. I, <laughs> I, think, I, I know I have Halloween for it yet. I'll, I'll come up with something. You can think of something. I know you will. All right, babe. We'll talk to you later. Thank you, sweetheart. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, I'm going to go ahead and give our next three callers so you know where you are in the lineup. We have 480-216 and 256. So there there you go, Mama. One more before you. All right. 480, you are on the air. Hello, Nyla. Hello. This How are you? This is Morgan. I am How are you doing, Morgan? It is really good to hear from you. Um, it's good to be back. Um, and it's good to hear from you as well. And it, you know, it really sucks because I was trying to finish a piece of homework, um, and I'm about two lines short. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. See, now you're just like every other man in my life. I, I don't even know what you mean by that. I don't know whether <laughs> two to lines be short. You know, I'm joking. I'm I am so seriously Ooh. joking. Every man in my life is that. There we go. (laughs) I was wondering if I could let the person behind me bump up so I can finish this because I'd really like to share this with you. Okay, I can do that. We'll let Mama come on now, and then I'll come back to you. You are my hero. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. Hang on. 
Hey, Mama, you want to take Morgan's place real quick? 216? Mama. Mother? Mama? Mama Poetry? Vicky Aqua? Mama. She must have us on hold again. So, okay, okay, Mama. I, I was, I was, I was yammering as much as I could. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Mama. Are you here? I'm doing Halloween. Even though I'm doing Halloween, uh, I'm doing Halloween uh, 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 this month. So this is the one I have for today. It's called Halloween. And it's not finished yet, but i got to read it. With all the saints and the goblins share occupancy of the night, the souls that have crossed over come to battle for the fight, snatching of innocence. It's good over evil days when God's people are tested and the wicked are free to try and gather souls for their master. When the little goblins march for treats, the saints fill their bags with sweets. Young saints go marching. Gentle spirits encouraged to do bad things. It's in its streets. If there be no treat, distorted sensibility is with no porch light. Uninviting for the treat. Ventures, yeah, the door that's not open, the porch with no light, be fitting for a response to their crime. We ring, we knock, we shout, trick or treat, we are incensed. How began the, the, the declining of decency? Lobotomy of decency. Long after that hallowed day, we forever abandon morality. Unless we receive a treat, we are going to make you pay. We knock, we ring, we shout, trick or treat, and we are incensed without decency. When we ring your bell, and knock on your glass, and you see little butts pressed against your glass, you know the little goblins are marching for treats in peace. <laughs> I love that. I love the line in there. It's really funny because there's a line in there where you said something like, um, uh, goblins march for treats and saints fill their bags with sweets. Made me all of a sudden yeah. when you said that all of a sudden I pictured a baby Trump, baby Trump, do 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 baby hobbling along the street with his little sack, you know this little goblin with his hand out, you know, and all the big corporations are giving him sweets and promoting him, and it's like God, this is a holiday for politicians, you know, the birth of politicians or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it was just funny. I just because it just when you said that line all of a sudden I. It, I don't know why the whole baby shark came, but I saw baby Trump do 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 do, hopping along with his trick or treat bag when you said goblins. Well, thank you. 
Okay. All right, Mama. Great job, sweetheart. Love you, honey. Bye. Bye, sweetheart. All right. So our next caller goes back to, let's see if Morgan's ready yet. Let's put Mama back on hold. See, now I'm all messed up because I'm backwards. And I didn't, I, I almost forgot, but didn't. Okay. Morgan, are you ready yet? I am, my dear. I apologize. I did not mean to throw a wrench at you. No, that's absolutely fine. See, because when you do your homework, you get to read two poems, so you're smart. Yeah, and this is a little bit of a backup of homework. Um, I started dabbling in that um, that uh, uh, the session that you did with the I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually just finished a piece that I started about, you know, I don't know, three hours ago. Um, while I was did at you work, have fun doing that? Um, a little bit. I, ne- I never made it all the way through the thing because I ran out of time. But the, what you mentioned last week and what I heard of it gave me enough to go on to kind of include the idea of starting a piece with I am and making it center-focused and kind of bending it around so maybe it can be relatable and breaking the rules. I love breaking rules, by the way. Oh, really? I would not have guessed that. No. <laughs> Me? Come on. So um, I I guess I have two pieces for you, if that's okay. Yeah, because one of them is your homework. Okay. Well, the first one is not my homework, um, unless you'd like me to do my homework first. Um, no, one of them, it doesn't matter which order. As long as one of them is your homework, you can read two. Okay. Well, I'll do the homework last because it's brand new. Literally nobody's heard this, and I know at least one person who is like glued to their phone right now. Um, the hmm. first one is by request of said person, of your baby poet. Um, it's kind of uh, a continuation of one of the pieces I read last week, um, Lust and Longing. This one um, came from the end of the same situation, and it's called Staked. Pathetic is the word that is best to use to constitute the reasons for which I abuse. I don't know what happened. I don't want it this way. Why is this better? I want you to stay. I fall at your feet. I'm brittle. I'm crying. I can't take this anymore. I feel like I'm dying. How could this happen? How could I abuse the one thing in life I can't stand to lose? We may be so different, but is that so wrong? There's always been harmony between our two songs. I'm dying. I can't take this. I'm lost and confused. How in the hell could I have ever abused? For my sin, there's no penance. You deserve to be fine. It's blasphemy to harm you, to damn the divine. These words, they're toxic, acidic with truth. Your burns and your scars come from my lack of coups. My reason, my judgment will fail you no more. I don't want to hurt you. I've walked out the door. I've robbed you of laughter and have grown to hate mine. We used to be happy. Is this parting a sign? The ash catches fire as it burns from the smolder. Yet 
as the fire ignites, it only grows colder. My body rejects the fact that you're gone. I can never be rid of you, but is that so wrong? I've tried to change. I have, and I failed. I would try again, but that ship has sailed. I want no one else, no one but you. I'm staked in the heart, but you're bleeding through. You shouldn't suffer because of my pain. So I leave you, my love, as I crawl away flame. Please try to forgive me. It's all in the past. Please tell me that this day won't be our last. I see us, our future, in glorious time. I see us together. The vision's sublime. From rapture to rapture, from beginning to end, we can no longer work unless one of us bends. Too stubborn, too psycho, too wrapped in oneself. These accursed traits were robbing your health. I hate them. I hate me, but I can't seem to change. We weren't like this before. It all seems so strange. I write you these words in the wake of my going to leave you these thoughts as my love continues growing. Now, to your knowledge, I reap what I'm sowing. And I miss your soft kiss. I wish I weren't going. I leave you my dreams that embody my bane. I fight for my mind and my right to keep sane. My mind remains clouded with what seems to be rage. My existence is hollow. I need out of this cage. And you shouldn't suffer because of my pain. So I leave you my love as I die here in vain. End peace. Wow. Yeah, that's a, a really, really good look at the other side of the coin. That was incredible. Yeah. Thank you. That's Very um, emotional. Yeah, it's it's, I think, a mark of growth to turn around and look at where you were and the lessons that you've learned and how you affect other people without even realizing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that, absolutely brilliant. Un- that unfortunate piece will always be a stain on my past because of it, but because of those lessons, I'm who I am today. Um, that's the first one. Um, this other one, is my homework. Uh, I've not ever shared this at all. This is the first time live on your show. Rescafe.org. <laughs> Come see me. <laughs> it's I am. I am constantly wandering, wondering, pondering depths of my mind to see what's within. My movement is spastic, my journey elastic, looping around from where I begin. I am constantly fumbling, tumbling, stumbling around, getting lost in my words. My thoughts are erratic. My movement is static. I can't help but feel this all is absurd. I am crippled from moving. Nothing's improving. I feel the streaks of tears on my face. I feel I'm losing, though not of my choosing. So why do I stand here frozen in place? I am downtrodden and holding, the edges unfolding, the cracks in the molding are beginning to bend. 
My grip here is slipping. The scales are tipping, and not in my favor, it seems, in the end. The eyes are all waiting, and all breath is baiting to see how the course is changed by our hand. The chains are all tightening. This brutal enlightening is showing the corpses we've laid in the sand. These bones strewn before us, a frightening chorus of piercing dark silence, not giving a damn. With all of this darkness, of this deep darkness, lost deep within, I am. And peace. You know, that uh, reads like like this amazing soliloquy. I mean, that, that was just awesome. The, the pattern, you. everything you did through that was great. Thank you very much. I haven't edited it yet. It's probably in its final form, but it's its first form. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. So I'm so glad that you shared that tonight, and uh, I'm glad that you were here. Thank you for doing your homework. You get, like, super cool kudo points for that. <laughs> Thank you, Nyla. And uh, for everyone out there, um, uh, I'm not used to sharing my writing, but it is all up for all to read except for that piece, which will be up shortly, um, at the only place you can find me, which is www.writerscafe.org slash ashire. That is writerscafe.org slash A-S-H-I-R-E. Thank you so much, Nyla. You're welcome, Morgan. And we'll talk to you next weekend. Absolutely. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Homework. I love when they do the homework. All right. So in the next three callers, let's go ahead and give you that. Um, I gotta. Can I see where we are on the board? Because I just lost my place. So we're gonna have two five six next, followed by five eight five, followed by seven six five. Okay, let's go ahead and bring on area code 256. 256, you're on the air. Good evening, Nyla. Hey, sweetie, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Introduce yourself to everybody. This is Stan Phillips. Indeed it is. What is whistling in the background? (laughs) Is that your bird? Uh, That. No, actually, I've got a tablet that's open over here, and somebody sent a message, and that's the signal. Oh, that's the cute. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oops. So what you have for us tonight, Stan? Well, first off, I would like to say to Morgan, two pieces, outstanding. I love what he did with I Am. Mm-hmm. That was great. Isn't See, the thought is just amazing, isn't it? Watching what people, yes. because everybody starts with the same thing, the same canvas, and everybody does something different. It's it's just the coolest thing in the world. Well, I decided to kick off with homework, and you did say spooky, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, we got spooky for you, and this title is Shadow and scream. Her last sane thought. Wait, Shadow's eyes don't flow. Of course, he could not know that, and she may never be able to tell him. 
His intern sat in a chair, oblivious to all around. Physically, she was unresponsive to any outside stimulus. No apparent medical reason for her present state. Yet her hands were clenched to the point that her nails were embedded in her palms, and her eyes, wild, wide open, locked on some image only she sees now. Most disturbing was her face. A pretty young woman, with as analytical and logic-driven a mind as he, sat before him, drained of color. Her face so taunt, it seemed on the verge of tearing. Her jaw distended and locked, mouth agape, in a grisly grimace. He and his charges had studied many alleged paranormal cases. They found them to be a combination of hyperactive imaginations and scientifically explainable causes. Never had any of these field studies resulted in such as this. What did she see or imagine she saw that could drive her from logic and sanity to this catatonic state of terror? A force unrelenting and unforgiving, an encounter she now relives while frozen in a moment of screaming silence and peace. That that really was kind of that 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 was pretty freaking awesome. I would say that was really kind of spooky, and it really was. I mean, there, there was there's serious layers of creepiness to that. <laughs> that is very well written. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you are welcome. Uh, I wrote that thing, and I thought, you know what? Because I didn't use any kind of a specific name or anything. Someone who I'm not a long writer, you know. I, I don't see me doing a novel or anything in, really anytime soon to where I'm that focused on one subject that long. But that would make a hell of a preface for a story. It would. Yeah. Or or a play. You should think about writing a play. A play? Oh, God. Yeah. Me, a play. I think that you could. What what if you wrote just a short play? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I guess that's a possibility. (laughs) I'll, I'll think on that. I will think on that. A play. I never thought of doing a play. Okay, so mm-hmm. write write a write a short narrative piece that you have scripted out to turn it into a YouTube video, like a short play, like a, it, a little video bloop burp thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, right, right. I would love to see what you'd do with that. Now, because I know I know what you can do with that. I don't think you know what you could do with that. So play with it. <laughs> All right, I will think upon it. I will. Okay. <laughs> Trust me on this. I am like the oracle. I know things. <laughs> yes, All right, go ahead, hon. <laughs> I've got another piece for you. Because the this first was, one was uh, your homework. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. This one was posted in the Garden of Poetry and Prose, the anthology group, and our uh, prompts were the words exaggerate and obsess. 
And our third one, for those who may not want to use the word prompts, was the poem by Shel Silverstein, The Perfect High. And it was amazing to see what the poets came up with off of those prompts, really. And I'm the one who got to pick the prompts. <laughs> and I went with the words exaggerate and obsess. And the reason I chose the perfect high was because when you hear the story of the character Gimme Some Roy and how obsessed he was to find the perfect high, and he finally reaches this incredible journey, and he comes to this guru named Baba Fat. And he asks him about it. Well, Bubba tells him that the, you know, the perfect high can be found within. Well, Roy could not accept that. His obsession could not accept that. Searching for that outside stimulus to give him that perfect high. He, he didn't want to hear it inside him. The exaggeration came from the story that Bubba Fats told him of the perfect high and the land of Zambali and the magical Zuzu tree where the perfect flower that is the perfect high grows, and that whole story. So I thought that was a good piece to use to show obsession and exaggeration. Well, I just went with the two words, and I wrote something called, Are You? Are you the alpha that exudes assurance? within each of your proclamations, assert your truth in prideful arrogance, though oft-proven exaggerations? Are you the follower who worships as if obsessed, hold in disdain any other facts known, believe them lies that must be redressed, though that intent has yet to be shown? Are you the complacent, immune to the din, disgruntled and disenfranchised, the one who sees all have their sins as all have perpetually lied? Are you the optimist holding fast to hope that the enlightened will have their day? The pessimist at the end of your rope, the downward spiral, our inevitable way? Are you the warrior who stands your ground even when popular opinion says nay? That holds all fast beyond their rhetoric, and to the actions they display. Are you the advocate of free will demeanor, a path from which you won't shun? Say, believe we can all be our own leaders, or sheep, up to us to choose one. Are you? Well, and peace. (laughs) I love it. You know, I really am kind of your groupie. You do know that, right? Oh, really? <laughs> and I don't even play I feel guitar. Like, I feel like I found, I'm, I'm not just a fan. I'm a member, or a, I, I, you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, I am. Thanks. I absolutely love Thank your you. writing. I have so enjoyed getting to know you, you and and all of this. I just appreciate you. I'm in the whole Thanksgiving thankful anniversary show, warm fuzzy. Phase, you guys are just going to have to deal with me. I'm going to be kind of mushy. <laughs> but that's all right. Okay. <laughs> all right, sweetheart. Do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can find you. Well, of course, you can find me on Nyla's Speakeasy Cafe. Fridays, 
if I can get in on the first hour, you will catch me on Let's Talk About It with Van Meadows. After that, it's World Poetry Open Mic with Michael Amade and J.T. Gutner. On Sundays, when I make it, it's the Inspiration Cafe with Paul Sampson. Mondays, it's the Poetry in the Raw with Sylvia Blaylock. I am also in the anthology group, uh, the Garden of Poetry and Prose. <coughs> I'm also in the anthology, the 2017 anthology of World Poetry Open Mic. And the Outlaw Poets Anthology, we're in cahoots, both on Amazon. And that's it. Very cool. All right, sweetheart, appreciate you so much. Fantastic job tonight, babe. My pleasure, Nyla, and on to the next. All right. Good night, hon. Good night. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 585-585. You're on the air. Hello? Hey, sweetheart. How are you? How are you doing, Sean? All right. Um, doing okay. Um, this one is called Unleash the Kraken. Okay. When I unleash the Kraken, I unleashed the mind. When I unleash the kraken, it comes out so divine. When I unleash the kraken, I even get scared. Why? It's because the United States government called me learning impaired. The kraken is the that beast that is inside, rising from the east and setting on the west, and as quickly as yeast. Strange? Yeah, of course, but it's the Kraken, and from me, its energy is wielded from what many say is like that of a priest, or a channel, or a vortex kind of a power to be more complete. It's a beast or a kraken, an octopus, kind of like monster energy. They can tell you in mythical superiority or stories. But is that kraken really inside of you coming out as negativity, balancing with your own positivity? I think so just like Halloween can be a monster kind of energy, a shadow of who you really are. As you unleash your Kraken, but I unleash the Kraken for me, my own sense of individuality, unleash the Kraken. And <laughs> I love it. That was a fun one. I could tell. Yeah, I have a I have a friend that has a 
uh, a hip hop show that's in um, North Carolina. But he has that's the name of his show. <laughs> and I was just inspired by the name of the show, just to be like, okay, I'll just, you know, that's a cool kind of sea monster. So I just play mm-hmm. around with that. And see, see, oh, I just know about the crack, and we've known about that since you know the black and white yeah. Sinbad movies playing on, you know Turner yep. Classics. Yeah, yeah, you know. it's an old, you know. <laughs> that's mythical, a, that's our first mythological yeah. monster. I think we're all that and Medusa. Mm-hmm. That, that's the first two mm-hmm. yeah. mythology yeah. characters we're introduced yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the so scimitar. That's, that's where, yeah, right. right. <laughs> all right, Sean, do me a favor, honey. Tell everyone how they can find you. Okay, um, Facebook, uh, Sean Weebel, S-E-A-N-L-I-E-B-E-L, uh, scribd.com slash SKL2012, I'm on, um, let's see, sound, sound, SoundCloud? SoundCloud, yeah, and, and uh, I'm uh, Sean. I am the solution on there. Uh, is my SoundCloud, I think. Uh, yeah. And that's. Okay. Yep. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for calling in. You know, you were you were gone for a little while, but you're back, and I really, really enjoyed having you here, baby. Miss you when you're not. Okay. Okay. Have a good night. You too, Sean. <laughs> Bye-bye, hun. Bye. All right. Our next three callers. I'm going to go ahead and give the lineup real quick. We've got about, uh, I'll, I think we have about seven callers. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give you the next seven because we've got about an hour left in the show, a little less than an hour left in the show. I want to make sure everyone gets on, so I'm going to try to keep my comments a little bit to the minimum so I make sure you all get on. We have 765 followed by 202. Two, then eight three two, another eight three two, two six seven. We have our Skype caller. I believe that's Cy. Uh, six four six, um, and that's kind of, kind of line up for now. Uh, a little ways out, so you kind of have a heads up because we are a little bit busy tonight. All right, next caller, seven six five seven six five. You're on the air. Salutations. Hey, sweetie, how you doing? Not bad at all. My phone's going haywire here. I uh, heard that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, new caller, Charles Hampton. Um, I'm new to the craft, and uh, from what I've heard, I don't think I belong in this group. We have some phenomenal poets here. Oh, I'm, but, I'm sure you do. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to the show, and thank you. Thank you. Uh, to get in with this piece it's called Unknown the long shadow of the morning was stretched out across heated driveway slant reaching palms down for the edge of day as my mourning for life displayed by or as a father in Syria consoles his young blinded by the atrocities of bombs blast caged like animals black souls splayed about Libya in lifeless pools of bloody bodies collected in heaps. Our cardboard, our discarded remains of unrefrigerated morts 
before being burned to ashes. Some have no way of being identified from market bomb blast. If there is one, it's tagged unknown. Has ever been someone's mother, father, sister, son? Yet, my father who sets high calls from his role for his chosen souls to come home. While generations of unheard voices scream, I am human. I am alive. I am not a commodity to be bought and sold. I shiver in silence at the velvety smooth belly button of night that lays on the flanks of the horizon, ears pierced by evening star-studded shine. Night has robed itself in lavenders and rural blues, embroidered in a dying day's golden hues. Setting nobly in celestial skies, trees shimmer in awe while waving goodbye to unbridled souls rise in peace. <laughs> See, I knew you I knew you were gonna come out with something strong. You know, I I love the humble introduction, but you know, I I just kinda sensed that <laughs> there was a little BS going on there. That that was amazing. You you belong right in here with everyone else. You are incredible, sweetheart. And thank you. So your Facebook page is that the one that the lady with the red shirt that says Got Justice? Yes. That is me. All right, so I'm going to throw that link for everybody into the chat room for you. And you weren't on my friends list, so I just sent you a uh, sent you a friends request. That way you can be like all the other cool kids and uh, be on the Great. cafe page where you can talk with everybody. So yeah, that's Absolutely. I just sent your friends request. But fantastic debut to the show. To the show, so, you know, in all, in all seriousness, you know, you're you're definitely a strong writer and a, a beautiful performer. So uh, I'm really glad that you found your way here, and uh, looking forward to getting to know you and your writing and everything a lot better. And we've been on the Thank air you. for 12 months. We'll be or excuse me, 12 years. We've been we'll celebrate our 12 year anniversary. Uh, the beginning of next month, the end of this month, beginning of next month. And, uh, you know, it, it's just an incredible family, and now you're just one more incredible face that, that makes us a whole. No, so don't don't be here. surprised if you don't hear from me uh, here in the next few weeks. My wife died uh, November 1st, and uh, it's kind of a hard period for me. So if I pop in and out, I, I'll be back. Okay. Or if you get to that point where we just need to talk about, you know, write something for her or, you know, just have some place to vent, you know, to talk, to share, to, you know, take a moment and breathe with you or exhale with you. You know, we're right here. We're family. Thank you very much. On to the next caller. Maybe you could, this is going to send, this might be kind of hard, but, you know, really think about it. You know, and, and I mean it when I say your family. I mean, you come here, you find a place where, you know, you can be gone for a while, but you come back, there's going to be a place at the table for you. And uh, it's just that's the kind of community that we have. And it's a really hard thing losing someone you love. It's a really hard, hard time. And we didn't know her, and that's kind of sad. And so as if you, I would love to have you bring something at some point, sometime when you're ready, and I'd love to have you introduce us to her. Oh, I have plenty of pieces. Awesome, awesome. You know, we'll, we'll be able to love her right there with you. All right, sweetheart, great job tonight. Welcome to the show, and I cannot wait to hear from you again. Thank you very much. Good night. Thanks, Charles. 
So it's Charles Hampton, you guys. Let me, I want to make sure they get that. Um, it's Charles Hampton, 1884, on Facebook. You can find him. Correct? Is that right? Yes. All right. Awesome. All right, sweetie. We'll talk to you next week. Sure do. Bye. All right. Thank you, babe. Bye-bye. All right. So our next caller comes from area code 202. 202, you're on the air. 202, are you with me? Hello. Good evening. Hi. Hello. I hear two evening. voices. You know, yes, it's, it's Storm's Cadence. Gina Storm and King's Cadence, um, a.k.a. Randy Rogers. We call in to do a cola. <laughs> Hi. Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> We're good. That was awesome. It was like really low voice. And then it's real high voice. It's like something's going on here. <laughs> I don't know what Two they're eating or drinking, but I want some. <laughs> How are you guys doing? We're wonderful. Thank you for asking. How are you? It's been it's been a fantastic night. I really enjoyed this. So, what did you guys bring for us? What are you going to treat us with tonight? Well, the poetry so far has been wonderful. Um, Keith is going to read a piece that he wrote, and I'm going to freestyle uh, my portion. So. When he's ready. Yeah, it's a piece called Sahara Snow. <clears throat> I swear without compare, she is rare, Sahara Snow. Her touch comforts, smile stunning, that old black girl magic admitted. Damn, safety's amazing. She intensely tempts me, daring me to bask in love as she drifts quickly. At first, resisting while I'm uplifting, so either I'm tripping or we're getting the exact same vibe. We converge pain, converse whatever, context to irony while I am and we both tired of all of these con words. Seeing small changes these days in her smile, inspiring, admiring her courage to dust off and try again. Oasis waves that sway me within her gaze. She sick normally, but she gets all of me. Sweet bliss all for me, complete, but she just wants me. It's funny how life goes. I've been whispering you into existence. Well, that's a life goal. Your energy getting me, eyes closed, and I can follow wherever your light goes. We just get it. Moments are beautiful. We just pleasant. I'm crushing on you all damn day. Well, that's a DSR reference. I without compare that she is rare Sahara Snow. I find me time mining her diamond and finer than whatever. I don't know anything that equates to it. But her and I, that's a great unit, a dream come true, but we're both awake to it. It's real. I mean, it's really real. Mirages of past obsolete as if it never was in comparison to this better love, I swear. Without compare, she is rare. That's my Sahara Snow. I remember the first time he called me his Sahara Snow. It made me laugh. I giggled a little. I didn't want all of the emotions I was feeling in my heart to show, but my face brightened and my cheek darkened. My eyes sparkled because that sounded amazing. I actually had to Google it. I'd never heard of such a thing. Snow in the desert, but it happens quite rarely. Not often enough to even be documented enough to even have some 
own show, like on the Discovery Channel, you know, how they like to document all these amazing things in nature that we're not aware of. That's when I realized he was, in fact, meant to be my king, someone who could do the research necessary to call you a thing that's so obsolete yet amazing. I hope to live up to his expectations of me and not be disappointing because being so rare as Sierra Snow has put quite a burden on my shoulders. I want to be all that he needs. Actually, all he wants me to be is just me, so I appreciate it. And I will twinkle like individual snowflakes that are unique every day that we're together. This is the love that was spoken into existence over a year ago. I'm so happy to be his, Sahara Snow. He's King Caden, and I'm Gina Storm. Together with Storm Cadence, ladies and gentlemen, that's our piece. That was phenomenal, intense, and powerful, real, tangible, voyeuristic is a great word. You know, look into... All of the that was just phenomenal. The emotion that was phenomenal, you guys. Great job, both of you. Both of you, especially you doing a freestyle. That's impressive. Absolutely, thank you. So I can much. freestyle for twenty show. hours and never say a thing. You know, you do it and it's concise <laughs> and understandable. And you know, mine's like a freaking throbbing carousel. <laughs> it goes everywhere. So yeah, impressive, oh, impressive. It, it, that's what you do every time you every time you do spoken word. If you if all you do is freestyle, it becomes second nature to you. So I appreciate <laughs> you for acknowledging us and what we brought to the table. The poets before us was so amazing. It, it felt um, hard to be able to live up to those expectations. <laughs> Bravo, both of you! I'm throwing roses. Do me a favor, guys. Tell us how we can come share some love with you. Oh, go ahead, Randy. You know, I'll do all the talking, sorry. <laughs> um, we both have a uh, a combined page on Storm's Cadence, um, and you can find me on my page, Rogers Randy, um, or you can find Gina Storm at well, one of her pages, which is still accepting friends. She has a lot of people, um, <laughs> but more than likely you can get, you can get you through the Storm Cadence page. Um, we, we post there regularly. Very cool. All right, guys. I love it when you get a chance to call in together. Um, just adore you, and thank you so much, both of you. See you next week. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, sweetie. You. Bye-bye. All right, next caller, area code. Now we have 2832. So this one is 83269. The other one is 83241. So 83269, you are on the air. Hey, Minnata. Hey, sweetie. You've been on hold a long time. Yeah, no, I had to duck out for a minute, so I had to come back in later. So, Aww. you know, it goes that way sometimes. Well, I am glad you're here, sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. I woke up today. So, um, yeah, this piece I'm very grateful and, uh, for that, by the way. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, at least, at least somebody is. <laughs> just so you know, just want to share that and throw that out there. Just so you're aware, I'm really grateful that you woke up today. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah. Not as long as we're care. All right, what'd you bring? <laughs> uh, this, uh, like I say, this is just uh, it doesn't have a title to it. I just, it's just one of those pieces that kind of came. And so I said, all right, let's walk this way. To dare the damned, the challenge of the dance. Let's see. And we have learned to dance with the breadth of a wraith stepped sky. Smoke crow shapes in motion. Geta, clean, clear, do you recognize what you see? There will always be those who scream into the fragile cracks of their own private skews of vision of their eternity. Small fires, iron ashes, the depths of death will leave you without a face for faith in their monster. Bread rhymes in the night, the bones rattle between the limbs of ancient trees. Have we stared too long at the stars and given scant attention to what is almost upon us? rising up from the smoke of a dozen yesterdays and the match-burnt sun. The faced grease that leaves a print no one can decipher. There are signs in the shadows of the cliff rocks of asphalt and falling snow. Bah! Reflections written into the fading sheen of water, the spray of a waterfall. Nike. Hands grasp at wisps of smoke. The heat burns. Figures, fissures, clothes turn away. The tightening wrench, the jerk of pain. From the grasp, blood and desire, Wabin, Wanie, words of smoke and light, Dagon, we shall be more than the smoke of the bones our ancestors left for us. We shall walk into the light of an eternal sunrise, the sunrise that dies not. We sit and speak with the breath caught between ghosts and crows, black as night. We are the ghost road born, walking our stories home. Phenomenal. Incredible piece, sweetheart. Well, thank you. I like the way it came out. It just, like I said, it just unrolled itself. So I said, you know, that's where it was supposed to go. <laughs> I love it when, when, when you said that. It was really funny. Um, I can't remember how you said it when you first, when you first said it. Um, 
Mm. Oh, you said something like, okay, let's walk this way. And then all of a sudden I was picturing you like, you know, an 80s hairband star writing that poem. Walk this way. Okay. <laughs> I know, it's crazy, yeah. huh? And then and then the piece was great and it put me back on track. So, you know, that, that didn't well, last long, but I want you to know it was there for a minute. <laughs> Well, hey, you know, well, 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 think about it though. I'm, you know, I mean, I mean, my growing up time. What, what, what would you suspect? What would you suspect would be some of the, uh, the, uh, um, uh, uh, songs were for our graduation uh, ceremonies. <laughs> I know. Being 1979, you know, hey, and. uh Toys in the Attic just being released at that point. So, yeah. Not 80s, but definitely predating me that. <laughs> That's okay. I like the music better anyway. Anyhow, uh, I won't uh, spend it too long, but I got, because I know there's folks behind me. Uh, you can find me at uh, Facebook, uh, Rafe Wild, uh, at Facebook, and then in parentheses, it'll say uh, Soldier Blue underneath that. So, that's where you can find me at. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Fantastic job. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate you as always. Where else would we be if we weren't doing this here? This is true. Have anniversary show coming up soon. Excited about that. You've been here since before the beginning, so just appreciate you, well, baby. sure. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Not at all. And I would make sure that I have something that's going to basically uh, – obliterate some landscape uh, just for the the express purpose of being on the anniversary show. <laughs> Would love it. Yeah, you All know, right, gotta, gotta come out, gotta come out stepping, you know. That works for me. So talk to you next All week. Right. Yes, ma'am. All right, baby. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Sure. Bye. All right. Next caller Trying to get it, make sure everyone gets on. Next caller comes from area code eight three two eight three two four one. You are on the air. Thank you, Nyla. You are welcome, darling. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you doing, sweetheart? Okay, sweetie pie. It is really good to hear from you. Oh. It's really good to hear your voice. I'll what are you right going to uh, What are you going to bless us with tonight? Oh wait, introduce oh, yourself. Everyone piece. doesn't know. Uh, Charles C. B. Banks. We got a piece from a an anthology, uh, Flash of Dark, an anthology about speculative uh, poetry and flash fiction, Volume Two. So my piece is called, or titled, Footprints on the Moon. So let me know when you're ready for me to go, darling. You can go now. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Footprints on the Moon. Eyeballs around the earth. Rolling around way up out there. How wide is your stride as dark clouds get darker on the third planet from the sun? You stand in eight minutes of light 
eight minutes from the sun. Eight minutes is how long it takes for the sun star love to reach you and I. To grow the food you eat, keep the air you breathe. Footprints on the moon, tie tracks on Mars. Eyes push past your orbit, push far. With love and rays on your shoulder, walking toward goals in life. Gravity is holding your hands and feet. Push past her very far. Bring your food in a paper bag, air in a tight jar. Break past your circle of life. Blast off the higher than the stars. Have your tennis shoes on. Frozen water out there. No reason to break your ass on an asteroid here. Footprints on the moon. Tire tracks on Mars. Looking down on Jupiter. Eyes on Neptune, Saturn, out to the stars. Stars in their, suns in their own right. So far, they're traveling love lights. Moving up. Out. Yeah, there. You are out there where you find challenges for the soul, mind, earthbound troubles. Look up and out to see what humans like you can do far beyond footprints on the moon, tire tracks on Mars, looking up on Jupiter, eyes on Neptune, Saturn, and the stars. Peace. Thanks for listening. That was awesome. I love, and I know that I'm going to be um, butchering the line, but I, I love the line that said something like, wear your tennis shoes, no sense breaking your ass on an asteroid out here. Yes, about there yes, being yes. ice on ice and... The water's frozen. I can't remember. But that was awesome. I mean, that was just, seriously, that was brilliant. You know, and I love the whole message of it, you know, can be can be summed up in, you know, the part where you wrote, uh, bring bring your food in a bag, your air in a glass jar. You know, in, in other words, you know, let go, let go of what you think is binding you. You know, bring only what yes. you need and, and just reach, reach as far as you can reach. You know, just absolutely fantastic piece. Fantastic piece. Probably one of my favorites I've ever heard you read. Thank you, sweetie, darling. I'm going to try to come to your show when you have that anniversary thing. I'm going to bring a birthday cake, and y'all can have some virtual birthday cake. Yum. Life is just a venue for frosting. You know that, right? (laughs) Yep. Yep, just wear your tennis <laughs> shoes so you don't slip on it. <laughs> <laughs> don't they have like that, that messy girl pornography? That's going to be me. I'm going to be sitting there in a, in a swimming pool full of, of of frosting and just as happy as can be. I stumbled on some of that the other day looking for a JPEG image. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, oh, awesome. yeah, you were. I'm thinking, oh, yeah. you know, oh, so I'm yeah, thinking you about, were. you know, I could do that. I could be that kind of kink. You know, I could sit in frosting. I could do that. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's, that, that's my big, flavor. That's big time now. You can get on YouTube or something. Yeah, <laughs> get on YouTube or something and, 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 and play cake and put it between your toe, toe jam and stuff like that. That would be great. Uh, 
I, I, I will bet you if we Googled cake and toe porn, we would find something. I mean, there's everything out there. It's insane. It's crazy. All right, sweetheart, appreciate you. Tell everyone how to find you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm uh, Charles C.B. Banks. I'm on Facebook. I'm on SoundCloud. Just look me up, babies. Awesome. All right, sweetie, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Charles. All right, thank you, Nyla. <laughs> Bye-bye, hun. All right, next caller, area code 267-267, you're on the air. Good evening. Uh, Nyla, is it? It is Nyla. Okay, how are you? Let me introduce myself. I'm Paul Sampson, also known Paul? as Divine Inspiration. Welcome to the Amelia, show. Thank you. Amelia T. Davis sent me over to that tonight. Well, thank you, Miss Amelia. We appreciate you, and thank you for coming by. We appreciate you being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. I've been enjoying the show. It's been fabulous. To use her phrase, it's been fabulous. Fabulous. Yep. <laughs> what are you going to share with us, son? Um, I have a piece I'm going to do called The Invisible Masses. Okay. Hello? Go ahead. When you're Can ready. you see me? Does anybody see me? I feel transparent, opaque, as if I were a ghost, an invisible entity trapped between the worlds of the living and the dead, unseen and ignored by humanity over and over again. I can feel myself, sometimes smell myself, and I vaguely remember that I was once able to feel joy, but mostly I feel sadness. Loneliness, abandonment, neglect, shame, and pain. I can no longer pinpoint how all this came to be. I just know that I am in a world where no one sees or cares about me. Trapped in this land of the world against me, prisoner of hunger, tears, hopelessness, and poverty. Don't think for a moment this was by design. I didn't wake up and say, I'm going to exist like this. Jobs lost. Evictions, convictions, and restrictions have all played a part in me ending up existing in a world that has no heart. If I try hard enough, I can sometimes catch a glimpse of my former life. I am so much more than this soiled shell of a man. I once had a job, a roof over my head, a family to love. Then my world came to an end, and here I am, roaming, begging, and freezing without coat, scarf, or glove. This is far from where I want to be, but I see no way out. I am trapped in an existence of poverty and homelessness in what claims to be the wealthiest country in the world, and yet millions are invisible like me, trapped when no one cares, where within my desolation I am viewed with disdain and with scorn, or what I wouldn't give for a decent meal and a bath and a good night's sleep. To be able to brush my teeth and without disgust look into a mirror and comb my washed hair. I suppose all that is too much to ask for no one cares. I see hundreds walk past me each and every day. They're afraid to give eye contact, but God forbid, just greet me or acknowledge me. They simply have absolutely nothing to say. 
I have almost forgotten I am actually a real human being since so many have passed without caring or taking notice. I no longer care what is to become of me. Perhaps in death I will finally be free, and maybe then someone will see. Doesn't anybody see that there are many like me who, through no fault of our own, are prisoners of homelessness and poverty? Many of us are not the drug addicts you soothe your conscience by labeling us. We are merely victims of economic misfortune, not steeping sores oozing with pus. We are you. Without the blessings you received, we are fellow humans with feelings and dreams. We are not all addicts or con artists with the gift of gab and habits or schemes. Merely down on our luck, in need of a hand. But we are invisible and without help in the mightiest of lands. We are the homeless. The invisible you see every day. God bless you all. And maybe one day, he'll bless us as well. And I have faith that he will remove us from this earth and hell. Anybody? Me? Me? And peace. Really super strong peace. That was incredible. Absolutely amazing peace. Thank you very much. We never you could you could feel the you could feel being invisible, you could feel the need to not be, um just everything. It was it was fantastic, hon. Thank you so much. I I I think I was a little short with a homeless person one day when I was getting ready to get on the L in Philadelphia. And um as God is quick to do with me, he'll he he sends me a little hint, pull out your tablet. I pull it out, and that's what he had me write. And when I read back over it, I felt so bad <laughs> for, for being the way I was towards that person. It made me realize that that's just the way so many people do with homeless people, and it's not right. Mhm. Absolutely agree. You know, I may not always have, and I may not always choose to have a dollar in my hand when I drive Correct. somebody, buy somebody, but I always make eye contact, and I always smile and nod my head. You know, it's just in itself is more than a dollar. Well, it depends on who you ask me or them. Sometimes, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That may be true. Come on. Yeah, Yeah. but Um, I I really believe that sometimes they they just really just want to be acknowledged. You know. Yes, mm -hmm. I can understand the the need for a dollar, and and if I if I feel led to do it, I will. And then Mm -hmm. at that point, I'm I'm I feel good because. Regardless of what they did with it, I did what I felt was right at that particular time. And I, I'm like you. I don't always have a dollar or always choose to give a dollar or whatever they want. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfectly said. All right, baby. Tell everyone how to find you, honey. Okay. You can find me on Facebook. It's Paul Sampson. You can find me at the Inspiration Factory that I host on Sundays. Um yeah, Stan is a is a faithful, staunch supporter of us over there. I love that man, Stan Phillips. He's been such a good person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amelia comes through quite frequently, but it's every Sunday night at 9 o'clock. 527-319-6300 uh, is the number to dial in. It's a profanity-free forum where we just share our love of poetry. Very cool. You can find all that oh, we are really glad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you can find all that on my uh, Facebook page, and that's all I got. I know you got a lot of people. 
Okay. I just wanted to say I was really glad that you found your way over here. And um, I sent you a friend's request, so I hope you see that on there, Nyla Alicia. And I'm really glad. uh, I'm hoping that you'll come back and share more with us and let us get to know you and your work better. I certainly will. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. All right. Thank you, sweetheart. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All righty. Bye-bye, hon. All right. Let's get Cy on. He's been waiting a while. Cy, are you with us? Oh, hello, Nyla. It has been so long, my love. It is so good to hear from you. Oh, it is so good to hear you and to just hear the show. Um, yeah, it's been probably three and a half years since I was last on or listened or anything. And just to know it's here and you're still doing the same stuff and doing the love of poetry and sharing it everywhere. Oh, you're amazing. You just really are amazing. The work you've done over the last 12 years I, is indescribable. It's just phenomenal. It really is. Because, I mean, you, you big up poets every week and you, you encourage people. And every time I've listened, I listen more than I, I phone in, you know that. Um, you know, probably by a factor of 10. But, yeah, you, you have always encouraged people and you must have encouraged so many people to keep, to keep writing, to keep expressing themselves, to do what is so healthy for people. So, yeah, big love. Thank you. You know, and you've been, I've known you um, yeah. <laughs> since before the show ever even began. I know. I, know I knew you before. Way back on MySpace. And, MySpace, and, yeah. Yeah. I've been a fan of yours since all the way back then. That makes me like, you know, king of your stalker groupie club. You know that, right? <laughs> I don't have a stalker groupie club. <laughs> I oh, don't. Maybe really. you weren't supposed to know that. Sorry, girls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't look at my T-shirt, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sai, what would you bring us, my love? Um, I only... You are the one show that I will read on. I, I get offers for doing all sorts of stuff, but if I ever want to read, it's you I go to because I just love you and I love what you do. And um, I was thinking, because for like three and a half, four years, I was working Thursday nights, which is here, and I couldn't ever listen or do anything. Um, so I just like missed four years because that's when I was working. Um, and then for last year, I haven't been, and I, it just, I sadly and shamedly forgot about you. And then tonight, I was flicking through stuff, and then it was there. I was going, oh my God. And then, oh, thank you so much, Callum, because he helped me download Skype properly and do all the stuff to get to be able to talk to you. So he's, he's an absolute brilliant. star. Well, he, I'm, I'm using the word brilliant his... because I know that's like a British thing. Everything in Britain yes. is brilliant. I've been watching those cooking, cooking shows and learning how to speak British, speak <laughs> European. So as long as I, I say brilliant, I know that I'm good. I do love my cooking shows. But, yeah, no, he really helped me tonight, and I'm so grateful. And I loved what he read, and I loved the way he read it. And there's two different skills with poetry. It was scrummy, wasn't it? It was yeah. totally scrummy. <laughs> Yeah, there's writing and then there's reading. And there's very <laughs> few people who can do both well. And he's yeah. one of them. I'm so proud of So, so keep it quick because you've got other people and all that. I don't like to read often anyway. Um, tonight, I just thought I'd read something that I wrote for my daughter's 21st birthday. And she was nine when I started <laughs> listening to you. 
<laughs> How mad wow. is that? Wow. Yeah. And she's a force of nature. Um, she's coped with me being, um, you know, if anybody's read my Facebook stuff, then they'll know I've had issues with all sorts of stuff, um, addiction and mental health and all sorts. But I'm better now and I'm good. And, you know, I have a really good relationship with her now. Um, but I wanted, you know, we gave her stuff for her 21st birthday and all that. But I wanted to make her cry on her 21st birthday because I'm an evil dad. And <laughs> so I wrote her, a, <laughs> well, yeah. So I wrote her a poem for her 21st birthday and this is it. And her name's Alice and my son's name's Josh and that'll become apparent in the poem. And me being me, I, I didn't call it anything simple. I just called it love. So here's the poem I wrote for my daughter on her 21st, for her 21st birthday. It took me about when, uh, two, three months to actually complete it. It started as a sonnet and then that wasn't enough space to do it. Anyway, here we go. Love. We thought we knew love. The silent longing of eyes. The sighs and delights of each other. But we knew nothing. We thought we knew love. And then came you. Sweetly unexpected. Inescapable. Wonderful. You. We thought we knew love. It had not touched us till you came. And I was proud when you had to be taken back to mum because you screamed so much in the baby unit. Don't mess with me. We thought we knew love. Then each smile and touch you gave us caved us in like weaklings you always had us round your little finger we thought we knew love until your curls came and you used your soft sweet eyes on grandad coming back with bags of treats from shopping We thought we knew love until we saw you dance. A sort of twirling, head-banging thing to the theme of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We thought we knew love until Josh, your brother, came and you snuck through between the midwife and me to be the first of the family to hold his hand we knew love and then you read a poem at your friend's mother's funeral Jackie you aged nine three hundred people could not daunt you we thought we knew love until we saw the raw ferocity of for love of your love for Josh no one messes with your brother. I thought I knew love. And then I see you with mum and know how dumb I've been. We knew 
you knew love. When you gave up two weeks of precious study to help a friend. We knew you knew love when you did the impossible and made Grandpa huggable. (laughs) We thought we knew love, and we do. It's you. Stand tall and proud, always. You know, it almost made me cry. Good. That's the, that's what it's supposed to do. <laughs> you know, I can't imagine. But for I mean, for a reason like you totally. I mean, it, it wouldn't even. I. I would love. To know. To have a family like that. To have a family who thought that way. To know that kind of love from a parent. To know that kind of safety. To. You know, know. That, that you could do that twirl headbagging thing. <laughs> you know, and somebody was going to be there looking at you like you were perfect. You know, it, it was yeah. just, you know, I, I didn't know that when growing up. And so for me to hear that and know that someone did know that growing up is just the, one of the most beautiful things in the world to me. The most, it's like It's like knowing magic. I agree. I didn't have it growing up, so I made sure my kids did. And mm-hmm. for all my faults and all the stuff I've mucked up afterwards, I made sure they knew they were loved when they were growing up. And Absolutely fantastic, honey. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear from you. Colin, thank you oh. so much for helping him get his Skype set up and, and having him on. It's been a long time. I'm just, I'm real happy right now. I'm, I'm real happy to hear from you. I, yeah, I just love your show. The, you are the only one I will read on, which is, <laughs> <laughs> which is how it should be, because you're the best. So, yeah. Um, you, honey. I appreciate you. Tell everyone how they can come over and show you some love. Oh, don't go there. You know, every time you say that, every, um, I post, posted in the thing. It's um, Facebook slash whatever Cy Philbrook, and then that's it. Or, or if you want the book, just Google Cy Philbrook um, and ordinary words, and that's it. That's that's how you find stuff. As much as I know. <laughs> Perfect. All right, sweetheart. No one rubbish at that. And I love you, Nyla. You know I do. Love you too, honey. Great job. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we're going to be closing the show with one of your tracks, by the way. I'm going to play uh, This Is Not Poetry. Oh, really? Wow, I'd forgotten about that. (laughs) Yeah, so hang on. We've got got about four minutes left in the show. We have uh, a couple more callers to bring on still. And, uh, yeah, we will talk to you soon, hon. Thank you. All right. Love you to bits. Good to Love you to. too. Bye, sweetie. Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 646. 646, you're on the air. Hello. Good evening. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you, sweetheart? 
I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, my name is Aji the Poet. Awesome. All right. What did you bring us tonight, baby? Uh, I bought a piece called Enemy Seed. It's a new piece. I just wrote it, so uh, bear with me a little bit. Thank you for allowing me to read it on this show. In the arms of my love, he, yeah, he truly wanted to stay, but fear of me breaking his heart is what pushed him away, and he saw how men of all nations and nationalities would look at me that he couldn't take. And the look in their eyes he didn't want to see. And in me, he could see that men were indeed my cup of tea, that I would admire them slowly, brewing, stewing, secretly drooling at their masculinity, not confident in taking the lead. For me, that is vital. It's something like a sister in me needs. Sisters. Do you feel me? And he knew that I would one day set him free. It was not to sleep around, but it was just spontaneity. Now that was a big part of my chemistry. And he was afraid that he would begin to bore me. And he, well, he made the decision to leave me. And he, he left me for she. She who was a lesser woman than me, who had no desire about her destiny, just about who could satisfy what was in her panties and her fantasies. In the grand scheme of things, well, the enemy tried to convince me that he he really didn't want me. And for a minute, I swallowed that seed, creating a root down inside of me that it was my rich melanin that triggered him to leave that in the vision of his obsidian complexion, that fair skin was better than me, I fought hard to understand. How could a black man see me as a field hand? God damn, that my blackness wasn't grand. I was just, I just couldn't grasp my mind around it. Shit, I just couldn't understand like the prodigal son run from the hog pen, not even one. Nah, I didn't need to understand anyone's thoughts about my melanin. Truth to me, he wasn't telling. God revealed, and I came to myself, my daddy given wealth of the beauty of myself that had been dusted off and removed from the world's negative shelf. So he left me not because of the color of my skin, but because I was too much of a woman for him to begin with. And he could never dream of being with a queen, for I was discreet. And I wasn't willing to allow him just to climb up in between my sheets to keep it real for that he respected me, for he had never met a woman of my caliper, a woman who held the ground, stamina, so he broke out to travel with one who offered the easy route. It's sad to me that on the upper hand she thinks she's got me. But when in my vicinity he breaks his neck to speak to me and that she sees, accepting his insanity, those days for me are over. Cause for me, drama and bullshit, 
I'm going to stay free. Because me, Aji, I am indeed a reincarnated queen. That's at peace. Absolutely beautiful, sweetheart. Incredible. Thank you. You are very, very welcome. Do me a favor. Tell everybody how they can come over and get to know you and your writing better, how they can read your work, all that good stuff, please. Uh, you can find me um, on Facebook uh, under Shelly Fowler. Uh, I also have a page, um, The Writings of Aji the Poet. And I'm also on um, digital networks as uh, far as uh, music goes. I have two CDs out, which is one is called Pomegranate Juice, and the other one is called Hood Jesus. So you can find me on those platforms. And thank you for allowing me to Very share. Cool. I appreciate it. Thank you. It was my pleasure. I cannot wait to hear you bring some more. I love hearing it when you read. Thank you, honey. Thank you. Good night. Good night. All right, our next caller comes from area code 202. 202, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, sweetie, how are you? I'm wonderful. How about yourself? Doing great. It's good to hear from you. You want to introduce yourself to everybody, please? Yes, my name is Desire, and um, I have a piece tonight that I'm going to go ahead and give it to you and, and move on with the next caller, okay? Please, yes. Okay. This page, this piece is called Safe. <clears throat> he held her hand. She felt safe, as if she can fly as long as he was with her or next to her. Loud sounds, hundreds of people around, crowds around, nothing but her and her daddy now. She tells her classmates, He's a superhero, strong arms, broad chest, his uniform dirty from crime fighting, stains, and cologne and sweat. His double tickles her smile as she begs him never to put her down, spinning eye to eye while grinning. Felt like flying, arms aching, but though tired, he just keeps trying. Her eyes heavy, he cradles her, humming her comfort tune. Mm-hmm, my baby and me. She giggles a little as she, she wiggles a little as she accepts. It's hard to move. Her hair laying on his shoulder as he's ready to protect her at any cost. They sit in silence waiting for the A2 as he gives her a kiss on the cheek. Her Superman, her Dark Kent, her daddy, in peace. Wow. That was incredible. That was absolutely incredible. Great job on that. Thank you. You are very, very welcome. All right, do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can find you. Well, you can find me on the Sky Vision Network. Um, I usually have a show, um, sometimes timing gets in the way, but it's called Dark Desires on Friday, Friday nights at 9 o'clock. Sometimes we have a little Jew joint pop-up show where you just have to give a Jew joint name as a mission, 
come and, you know, relax and have fun and talk. And sound. it's just like a big, you know, the old days where you just had a three-way and you have a group and your friend got three-way, mm-hmm. he got three-way, and you just, that's what it feels like. It's just one group party. You just spit your peace and just chill and relax. But that's how that's you awesome. catch me. Yeah. Very cool. Well, if you think about it, are you on my Facebook page? I think so. Send me a, uh, when you're, the show's on, post a link for it. You know, kind of think about my page as like the bulletin board inside the coffee shop. So when the show's on, okay. run over onto my page and paste it on there so people can find it. Okay. I'll, if it's not there, if it's if I'm not a friend of yours, I'll I'll try to find you and send you a friend request and most definitely put my information on your bulletin board. Awesome. Telling Very cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you, you so night. much. You too, honey. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 901901. You're on the air. Keep saying nine zero one. Nine one zero. I'm dyslexic with <laughs> numbers. You know this. <laughs> yeah, I did not know that. I've never slept with you. Uh, oh, what does that have to like, do with numbers? I don't count. You'd be like going four, five, three, two, <laughs> one instead of like <laughs> one, two, three, four. Oh God. Uh, man, what a great pleasure it was to hear sigh. Man, I know, right. Is he still it's on, been a while. on uh is he still on the board? Is he yes. He can hear you. I'm gonna hate to ask you, but can you bring him back in? I just wanna say hi to him. Hang on. Hello. Hi, are you there? I'm still here. Who's saying hi? What's up my brother? This is Glenn. Hey. I'm it's great. It's been a long who is this? Long, long Sorry, time. I'm paying attention. It's Glenn from 10K Poets. Oh, bloody hell, Glenn! <laughs> How are you, mate? Man, I'm good. Living oh, hard. yeah, you, Nyla, oh, all of you. You keeping 10K Poets going and, and doing all the stuff you do, and Nyla keeping this going, and... Oh, well, 10K Poets, 10K Poets, I dispose of that, but... Um, I know, but you keep doing you know. stuff. You keep... You just keep... Spreading the poetry and spreading the love, and I, yeah, you, both of you inspire me. You, Myla, I mean, Dale. Yeah, the three of us go way, with the way the fuck back. Way, you way, know. way back. Yeah, way back yeah. to MySpace in 2006, I think. I, well, yeah, I remember you would call in from the UK on in the afternoon for the Daily Happy Hour show, but uh, <laughs> yeah. man, it was good to hear from you, bro. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's good to hear you again. I, am, I actually, I actually, I, I, I got a pool game to play with a friend of mine, but uh, I figured I'd jump back in here and kind of see if I could uh, catch you because Natalie had mentioned that you were going to be on, and I was like, man, it'd be oh, you know lovely, yeah. lovely to hear him. And, no, when uh, I listen, well, I listen to the whole show because I, I just love the poetry. I love listening to new poets and old poets and you know soldier blue uh when he came on i just i have always loved him every time he speaks just just hearing his voice is so rich and deep and 
gorgeous. Well, he's what he definitely, says. he's definitely Native American. That last poem that he did last last week uh, was literally outrageous. Um, but uh, dude, I, you know, it's it's just remarkable to hear your voice, and uh, you know, to know, yeah, yeah, where all this came from. Yeah, make Nyla do a show where she gets everybody from the old days together. <laughs> and just, yeah, <laughs> makes them all read. Make her do that. <laughs> We're going to have to read a lot of people from the grave, probably, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, that's sad as Yeah, there are a couple who are, well, more than a couple I know that have gone, but no, yeah, that, there's enough left to make a good show. Make her do it. <laughs> just nagger. Listen, man, you listen, I Nyla? love you, bro. I love the hell out of you, man. I, oh, uh, likewise, I've been a participant yeah. of poetry for so long. Uh, uh, I've learned a lot from you, actually, just reading your stuff. And you know, I'm not a big uh, commenter or anything, but when I when I read good poetry, I know what it is. And well, you know, exactly. Uh, and still, one of the the poets that still read from way back then. And there's yeah, there's maybe a, a ten of them left. From, yeah, imagine how many hundreds there were. And, yeah, um, well, thousands actually. In, well, in yeah. the case of Tank yeah. Poets, you know. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's never yeah. going to. Poetry is never going to die. That's the bottom line. No, it's, it isn't ever going to die, especially with people like you and Nyla doing this. The, to come back after, I know, you know, I've been away three years, three and a half years, and to come back and, on a Thursday and find it still the same and still the same joy has just made my day. It really has. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah. uh, I love that uh, piece about your daughter, dude. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, she it, loved it was, and hated it. <laughs> it was yeah, so it was funny. We were sitting in a restaurant. It was heartbreaking. Life. It was lovely. It was heartbreaking. And it was dramatic. And it, it was everything a poem should be about... Um, uh, about you know, um, blood kin. You know what I mean? It was just remarkable. Yeah, I, know. I know what you mean. Yeah. And I've written, I, you know, I write every day in loads and then I just chuck away most of it. Um, right. But I, I liked that one. And yeah, when I saw Nyla was on air tonight, I thought, yeah, I'll give it a go. And then Callum helped. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy you should say that because, uh, you know, uh, I think every poet writes in a different mannerism, you know. Um I don't write if I don't finish anything, I just don't I just don't put it it just gets equated into the trash. But I don't do that because I learned that if I start I don't stop until it's done. Um I would encourage you to do a workshop with Nyla. Seriously, I think that uh, a lot of people would benefit from that. Well, I would. <laughs> well, yeah, you would. Because you can't teach without learning, and you can't learn without teaching. So yeah, you know exactly. So, my man, I love to hear from you. Oh, it's so good to hear your voice. Yeah, because I've read your stuff so long, and to hear your voice, it's just brilliant. Oh, I've had the the just the best evening. Thank you, both of you. Thank you, Nyla. <laughs> you just yeah, you made my day today, and it's way stupid o'clock here. It's like 3 a.m. or I don't know. No, it's gone 4 a.m. now. So oh, I should be well asleep. It's, but, it's yeah. early. 
it's early. I'm just getting started at 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, just this is true. thank you guys. Yeah. All right, stay online, so I'm going to read the poem called, uh, well, I'm, I'm listening. listening. Don't worry, I'm listening. I'm not going to tell you the name because I don't do that until it's done, but now that I hear it, because I know you got people in queue. Mm-hmm. Having been through the fields of gold, I have never seen a scarecrow up so close. The one from the distance that tried to approach looked at me from a crooked eye, melted in a medallarous mind. When I was too far away to resuscitate even myself, I made the decision to stop trying to protect myself from chaff, fabricated emotions. I have never perished in a field so golden, but I've come close, digging for favor, planting seeds that would grow into the harvest. I've never raised a pitchfork to the sky, never felt like I would find solace in the white plain moon as it shone. I never fouled out before the glow, pitching straw towards a dying scarecrow, trying to save a crucified doll with no intention to ever walk or crawl towards that ragged toy, except to expect to somehow breathe some form of life into it. But before I got there, it had expired prior to my lips ever naming it. It's called Naming a Scarecrow, and my name is Glenn Still. That was written in 2012. Hi, I still have you online. Do you want to comment? Yeah, oh, Glenn, that was just lovely. And I'm still, I've just written in chat, I'm stealing White Flamed Moon. I'm just stealing it. <laughs> That's now one of mine, and do it. I will deny yeah, do it, man. Um, Nyla, delete this recording, deny everything. That's one of my lives now. <laughs> no, do it. It's all meant to pass on, bro. Yeah, oh, it's just so good to talk to you, Glenn. Um, yeah, I've been a fan forever since you know since I first came across your work. So, wow, Nyla, thank you so much for tonight. You've yeah, you've given me so much in one night. It's unbelievable. You're so welcome, sweetheart. I appreciate you being here, and you know. Like I said, I still have your track in the lineup. We're playing it to close the show. I play it all the time. Both of you, I've got two of them of yours, Manifesto and this one, and I play them. So if you have any others, you should send those to me. That would be great. You, you have awesome. this and Manifesto. You don't have Decade. I don't have Decade, so you can send that to me, and I can get that on there. Because we do play them, you know? Decade is know. like eight minutes of... Uh, it's, yeah, it's a prose poem with six sonnets hidden in it. Um, I can't believe I didn't read that on yours Yeah, I assumed I'd read it with you But I must have read it somewhere else I know I read it online once um, But yeah, I'd love to read that on yours Wow That would be cool Send it to me and I would love to do that I'm going to wait to hear that one, Cy I love you, brother Be peace, Uh, man Love you too, Glenn Love you, my man all right, guys. Thank you, Sai. Hey, Glenn, you want to tell uh, tell everyone how they can find you? Uh, I tried to disarm myself from Facebook, but then I realized that everywhere I went, there's nothing like, even though Facebook isn't set up for poetry, for poets, it's still really the only thing we got, you know? So, like, when I started writing in, like, 
I don't know, 1990 or whatever it is, you know, really writing. I went to Poem Hunter, and I got, you know, a bunch of stuff up there. And and I went back there just recently to kind of, like, look at it again. I went, you know, why take an Uzi to a knife fight? You know what I mean? (laughs) Or why take a knife fight to an Uzi? You know, I was telling, telling a friend of mine that publishes. I said, you know, I told her, I said, why take a knife to an Uzi fight when you've got Facebook and you got all these, you know, people that, you know, uh, will read you. You know, I'd be, you know, I almost feel like de- not just deactivating my account, but deleting it. And she kind of talked me out of that. But uh, so I'm on Facebook and, you know, just Google me. You're going to find me. Um, you're going to find me on SoundCloud. And talking about spoken word pieces, I don't think you ever played my piece, um, uh, True Liberator or... Um, what is the other one? The mean one? <laughs> no, not the mean one. Um, uh, True Liberator or I have uh, no tracks of yours uploaded onto the library. So if you have some tracks, you need to send those to me. Well, they're older pieces. Uh, my producer, well, I call him my producer. I say that like he's mine, but he's not. Is actually owned by Hollywood, but um, um, I think we're getting ready to do some new stuff. So I kind of wouldn't mind waiting, but um, um, geez, I can't. You know, that's a weird thing. I can't even remember the titles of my stuff. That's crazy, but uh, it is what it is. It ain't because I'm drunk, because I'm just getting there. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nyla, I love you, man. Love you too, hon. We'll talk to you soon, all right. sweetie. All right. Be peace. I'm, I'm going to wait and listen to the size piece. I can't wait to hear it. All right. Awesome. It's really good. You'll like it. All right. Bye, hon. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 833-833. You are on the air. Hello. How are you? I am doing awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. My name is uh, Van Meadows, a.k.a. Poetic. I was invited by Amelia T. Davis. And it's Van, what was the last name? Meadows. Van Meadows, a.k.a. Poetic. Welcome to the show, my dear. And thank Miss. Thank, thank you, you. Miss Amelia. And then I had a reminder inbox message from Desire, who just read that safe piece. Oh, very good. So cool. here I am. <laughs> And I just um, sent you a friend's request. Cute picture with you and your daughter. I believe that's your daughter. That that is my son, actually. Your son. Ah, I should have known that. You make beautiful babies. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) What do you have for us for your debut? Um, I wrote this piece today called uh, My Love Affair with Poetry. The Great Wall of China, built brick by brick stone by stone, and I can't find her. All the world's landmarks cried out for me, but she is my destiny. I carry the weight of no love long enough. My adventure begins, but it will be rough. Motivated by life's failures, given in to more spinal lashes trying to prevent seizures, honing in on the Statue of Liberty, justice for all mankind in this country. Stonehenge looks upon with troubled disgust. The Egyptian pyramids conceal hundreds of years of dried-up tears. Who can I trust? 
My journey through life's artifacts leads me to a place where I can no longer turn back. The Eiffel Tower stands tall. The Roman Empire took a fall. Life is full of mysteries and fables that we sit around and tell each other at the dinner tables. The Mexican border patrolled by cops, illegal immigrants seeking freedom but get stopped. Hold on to your dreams of Jamaican islands and palm trees, carefully seeking more Bahama breezes, pineapple and coconut pleasant luxuries, African heritage mixed with extremities, royal kings and queens in every continent. Buried in the seas are our ancient ancestors who never saw their true birthright. So not even journeying through the Asian and African seas still can't find her. The one who encourages me to keep it together. One day I will wake up in the peaceful Hawaiian islands, thinking and sipping on pina coladas. How blessed I am to finally have her near me. And this magnificent thing called chemistry. She allows me to speak openly and freely. No form of shackles can keep me from her intricately. She is poetry. And that's that piece. Wow. What a beautiful, beautiful poem to your muse. Thank you. Be it as she is. <laughs> that Thank was you. incredible. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You are very welcome. And a beautiful debut, Reed. Just Thank incredible, hon. Thank you so much again. Now that you've found your way here, you're part of the family. I'm hoping you'll come back often and share with us and, and let us get to know you through your your words and your work. Absolutely, definitely. Very cool. All right, do me a favor now and tell everyone how they can come over and give you some love. Absolutely. I am on Epiphany Radio. Uh, my show Dave, is tomorrow at 9 p.m. It's called Let's Talk About It, where we do date night differently. We do poetry, music, and conversations around relationships because we're more than just poets. We're people. So we have uh, different topics, and we, we just talk about things, you know, talk about relationships, talk about life. And then I also co-host with uh, Mr. Paul Sampson, Divine Inspiration, who did the piece earlier on the Inspiration Factory on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard as well. So you can find me there. Very cool. All right, so make sure that um, I sent you a friend's request. So make sure, you know, like I said, think, I want you guys to think of my pages. It's kind of like the um, the uh, bulletin board in a coffee shop type of thing, you know. Cool. So just go ahead and when the when your show comes on, if you've got a link for it and stuff, jump over onto my page and um, – you know, post a message saying, hey, we're going out live a little bit, come visit us, you know, take advantage of the network of writers that we've been putting together and let people know what you're doing. Absolutely will do. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You're very welcome. And we will talk to you next week? Definitely. Awesome. All right, great. Thank you, sweetheart. Fantastic job. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. (laughs) You too. All right, our next caller comes from area code 203. 203, you are on the air. Hey, this is Rome. I just hey, had to oh my goodness. <laughs> you have been on hold a long time. <laughs> I was patient, though, but I got bad You were. <laughs> I was like, oh, what is going on? Oh, man, I got late. That's my fault. Love the show. You're amazing. Oh, I appreciate you being here. It's good. To, it's been a while. I know it has, indeed. I'm so glad I made it. Me too. 
All right. So tell us what's been going on with you. Tell us what you brought us tonight, all that good stuff. Nothing much. I just been uh, living my best life. Thanks for me. Peace I'm blowing for you tonight is called The Sticky Situation, a.k.a. Honeymoon. So, here we go. Bare naked skies with a wood's end, everything I wouldn't. Left in all without a pall in any sight. A wolf of wind was guarded in this push we plotted. Rope was every hour in the bush we nested. Comfortably among the flowers and the air covers, thicker than the light. The honeymoon shares us. Petals pluck like puckered kisses. Light as feathers touch, like prickled grass compressed against the skin that inches deeper in the press and press. The river echoed its impression when water falls to hit the sediment. Settled in the sentiment, the catch you never knew to never get, and I'm all she ever need. Caught all her answers, we were tied and neck to neck connected. Serves to reason why this nature caters deeper to the moon's reflection. Silence and a yell, low and vibrant. In the sails for home, we lay a tone and graces bare naked on the honeymoons in sticky situations. And that's that piece. <laughs> Oh, I am so glad you hung out and uh, was able to read that tonight. That was awesome, baby. Thank you. Much appreciated. I'm glad as well. It's good to be here. Love the show. Sorry I tuned in late. Wish I did it earlier. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. As long as you tuned in, you're good. Thank thank you. Much love. And uh, definitely, I'll let you keep it rolling for whoever else you got on the line with your patience. Awesome, hon. Hey, do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can uh, come over and find you somewhere, anywhere. Always on this show when I make it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, guys. He's right. This is the only place in the world you can find him. That's right. All right, love. Many blessings. Appreciate you. All right, hon. We'll talk to you soon, sweetheart. Thank you. I appreciate you. Bye-bye, hon. All right. So, guys, let me check. We are way past time and out of callers, first-time callers, second-time people. I'm really glad you held on, but we don't have enough time left to keep going through calls. Um, We're getting our little blinky lights here, so it's time for us to close up the show. I just want to tell everyone thank you for being here, you know, both readers and listeners alike, and those of you who hang out and listen to everybody else read. You know, I just appreciate you. You're amazing. Next week is our Halloween show, our loosely interpreted Halloween show. You know, if you bring something spooky, that's awesome, but you don't have to. It's not a themed show. It's just our Halloween week show. So if you bring something dark or spooky or scary, that's just, you know, just that much. I, I don't know. It just makes it like the week before Halloween show, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so I am going to close the show tonight with a piece by Sai, as promised, and it's called This Is Not Poetry, and I absolutely love this, you guys, so I hope you enjoy it. We'll talk to you all next week, and thank you for making this such an amazing night. Good night, everybody. This is not poetry. This is not poetry. This is standing with a mic in hand and bandying words to make it seem we've seen it all or heard it all before as if we know the score this is not poetry 
if we do not scream that we have seen that abused child, not the Daily Mail social workers failed arm's length version, but the kid next door, who you heard crying for the hundredth time when his mum swore at him and his dad gave him a drunken beating just for being back late from seeing his mates. This is not poetry, unless we are prepared to speak and deal with what is real. Not hurrying by that homeless guy on Western Road, mumbling something about having no change. No change. Nothing will change unless we see it, feel it. This is not poetry, unless it strives to make us see that words cannot set us free if we do not hear them. Fear the power in them. They should kick us in the balls and punch us till we fall, knees bent in prayer that we have dared to let things come to this, this stinking piss of a world where no one takes the time to know their neighbours' names but do take the time to sky plus all those mind-numbing, talent-dumbing wumpy and every hundred quid is given to charity shows. It goes to show that they will get away with what they can. This is not poetry unless there is a burning desire to light a fire under stale ideas, like killing a million Iraqis with bombs and bullets and starvation and disease puts us more at ease, makes us safer. These are paper houses. Tear them down with the sounds of your words, your voice, your ideas. Let that be heard. That would be poetry.